Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers episode 404. I type it into my little sheet that I've talked about. And a I'm, palindrome of sorts. I had a typo. <laughs> I, think, I don't think it's we were, sorts. We were almost episode 4,045. Whoa! What does make sense? How did a five get in there? <laughs> yeah. I guess they're close to each other. But there's not even a... I would type 404 and I hit the four and the five at the same time. Oh, okay. Because I'm so. like, wait. I get the adding an extra zero, but we got a five yeah. too. Huh. It's crazy in the future. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't want to tell you too much, but let me tell you this. Yeah. Uh... The Warner Brothers figured it out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's great. Joe's here. been saying they would. <laughs> yeah, for telling it's you. great here. You can't they're, say Joe didn't tell you. Yeah, they're, they're, the, the all the all the Justice League stuff is amazing. Oh, thank God! Yeah, I, they now, finally it works. Four thousand forty-five. Uh, are we famous yet? I am. Oh, <laughs> Joe's okay. Yeah. He's like you know, <laughs> okay. like like at a con, like <laughs> like. Uh, they do the. I get the special room for Fair a enough. photo op. Yeah, you just do I'm yours in, at the I'm table. I'm an artist alley. Yeah, okay. And, and I can deal with that. Kevin's an artist. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's checking wristbands. Perfect. Yeah. So, well, hey, gotta eat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quit eating the wristbands. <laughs> so, well, you gotta eat. You gotta eat. Yeah. Yeah. So they're paying him in wristbands. Yeah. <laughs> like a billy. Goat. I'm not proud. <laughs> Where'd all the wristbands go? <laughs> Kevin's over there with nom, a wristband nom, hanging nom, out of his nom. mouth. Hey, as long as they Go. keep flavoring them like <laughs> the Mr. Scent yeah. markers. Kevin's just like, like, I'm on my break. Yeah. They're like, at least eat them before they put the <laughs> wristbands on. Quit. Stop trying to put the wristbands on with your teeth. Quit trotting <laughs> around after people nibbling at their wristbands. The, the red ones are cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat the black ones. Oh, I hate like black licorice. Yeah, I would oh, never. Okay. I was like, wait a second. No, I, had quick, liquor, I, had, yeah. I had to quickly. Yeah, yeah I knew we were going with that because black, black <laughs> licorice is disgusting. My yes. dad loved black licorice. I, I think that's an, like an old timey candy. It is an old timey yeah. candy yeah. for sure. Because they only had two kinds. <laughs> right. So they had invented chocolate. Yet. Right. Did he like extra salt on it? Because some black licorice yeah, has like extra a, salt to bring out that flavor. I don't know. Thank God. That sounds awful. I tried a little nibble. Like, someone had the little bites that are into chunks. I, yeah. I tried a little <laughs> tiny bite of the extra. Oh, it My is. mother-in-law likes blackjack gum. 
What's that? I have no idea. Like anytime, <laughs> like is it like novelty gum that turns your teeth black? I don't think so. You she like likes a, that. You look like a <laughs> hockey player. <laughs> no, like any there's. I've only seen it one place, and I make sure that I pick it up, just because you know, inheritance. Sure. And yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like any she she. I don't I'll even know. For later. Yeah. yeah. My dad also liked uh, burnt cookies. Oh, like every whenever oh. my mom back when that was a thing. Uh, then your being, parents, yeah, like them being like married. Oh, like not. I mean, they're also both dead, so it works. On <laughs> right, both. I didn't know where we were going with that. It works on both <laughs> levels. It does, that's it's true. really that's the genius of the joke. Um, but uh, but uh, she would like whenever she would make Christmas cookies. Yeah, she would always have a special batch. Well, that it doesn't she would matter how burn. you cook those Christmas cookies, whether they're not burnt or burnt, they still taste like crap. There's another what? kind of. I hate Christmas cookies. What? Oh, no. No. Well, they were chocolate. She would make chocolate chip cookies. Oh, then that's different. You're yeah. talking about sugar cookies. Yes, yeah. sugar cookies are good. Oh, peanut should... peanut butter cookies. Oh, that's where it's at. You shut your whore mouth. I'm saying, <gasps> I can't do it. Ripping on sugar cookies. Not, yeah. not what about all. a Snickerdoodle? No, we have a guest who's like trying to figure out if he's allowed to talk <laughs> yet. So I'm going to introduce him. <laughs> okay. Hey, Steve. How's it going? <laughs> okay, that's enough. So you. What are so, your feelings no. about Christmas cookies? I'm... Where do you stand on sugar cookies? <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, so where do you stand on Joe being an idiot? <laughs> that, look, we've been we've been doing I, this yeah. for a long time. <laughs> He's well aware of how much of an idiot I am. <laughs> you got to remember the Review STL podcast was before a real spoiler. That's right. So That's right. we've known Joe <laughs> for a long time. Big old idiot. What number are you on? Fifteen, uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, that is that is long retired. <laughs> They're uh, out there. You, could, you might you might still find them. Those There's were, a couple of them still floating around. Those out there. were good times. Um, but going back to cookies, real quick, because this is what's really important. Yeah. Um, I like to eat the cookies before they harden. I think like the warm where they're a little bit. I'm uh, okay. That's good. I'll give you that. Yeah, I like yeah. my chocolate chip cookies medium rare. Yeah, <laughs> like they show a little bit of blood. They pink on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like my ladies, oh. <laughs> I, uh, I once I, they're dry, like I think chocolate you mean lady, yeah, lady. Well, well yeah, yeah. Well, he means in the proverbial yeah. sense, like if he were not married before. Right. Everything. Yeah, like there's yeah. been she was she's not my own. Oh yeah, sorry, right. I hate yeah. to break it to you, but this guy back in the day, yeah, slaying. Oh, I was crushing. The comic book shop after hours. Come on. That back room, yeah. yeah those. Let's just say they didn't have to repaint the walls white. Yeah. <laughs> anyone? Let me tell you, anyone. They those books are in bags and boards for a reason. Because <laughs> of me. <laughs> You were the reason they invented yes. bags and boards. Yes, this guy keeps jizzing all over these comics. <laughs> like these cherry pop tarts are ruined. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the food. What happened to this copy of One Fisted Tales? <laughs> um, Our anime section. Also, gross. Dan's not here. If he didn't know, yeah, you can tell because I'm, I'm just, just, just going went, off. Just went, this is late night. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't even know where I was at anymore. Cookies. Cookies. Medium rare. Oh yeah, I like them like like undercooked on the yeah, on yeah. the center. That's yeah. how and that's and with chocolate chip cookies when they're dried out and crumbly, they just don't taste as good. But when right. they're like just out of the oven, they melt. The chocolate chips are a little sure, melty. Like stuff. that's, I think we can all agree. That's, we can agree. Yeah, I mean, that's true. like saying, "Do you like puppies?" Yeah, <laughs> I too like puppies. Yeah. We are now friends. <laughs> yeah, we should yeah. become best friends. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so uh, fifteen years, I yeah, think, or ten? Yeah. Did just celebrate ten? Or 15? I thought it was fifteen. Yeah, whatever. I, I think it's no, ten it's on that 10. one. Is it ten? But man, because I reviewed it. Yeah. Oh, I, did you? So it yeah. could have been fifteen. Guys, okay. Ten years for Step Brothers. I. That's the amazing. La- the one way of the time. last good Will Ferrell movies, comedies. Yeah. 
It was. I mean, that's, that's a cool classic. That's yeah. definitely one of those. Because yeah. semi pros after that, and that one's not all that good. I remember when it came out though. Initially, people were like, "Oh, it's no Anchorman," and I I remember giving a rave review. Like, I'm like, "This oh, yeah. movie's great." No, man. it I don't came know around. That's yeah. a that's a video, just like Anchorman. I mean, his yeah. movies take some time sometimes, but it's like, yeah, that movie's great. That's oh, such yeah. a quotable. Uh, great movie, but put yeah. your balls in my snare drum. I'm so <laughs> not a raper. <laughs> I don't know why that's the one that always goes. I'm so not a raper. <laughs> so much room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> Smashes it. Uh, so uh, just some real quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers, and our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So... There. Now, they can't get into the account, but they can look at the page. That's true. I'm not For letting the them right, into the account. Depends on how much they want to kick well, in. Well, now, if they want to you know, be part owners and they want to invest, <laughs> yeah. they may allow them access into the account. But So it is possible it's pot it is possible it for is the right technically fun. possible anything's possible so uh, <laughs> everything's for sale Tom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh we know yeah <laughs> we are yeah we, we, the only reason we haven't hoard out is because no one has asked <laughs> i like when the guy in the review a, a couple back or whatever said i love how that's i there's not ads during the episode like <laughs> i'm not listening to blue apron blah blah, blah and we're like yeah, we if, totally love to not serve those yeah. up if blue you. apron or dollar shave club or Mailchimp was like, hey, here's 20 or like, bucks. Even female chimps. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> don't care. Any port in a storm. That's right. That's constant right. Constant contact. Semi-constant contact. <laughs> yeah. We don't, I mean. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. The post office. We don't. Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Move over. Yeah. We're advertising the post office. We're bringing it back. <laughs> they're trying. We're kicking it old they're school. Like, they're like, did you know that you can not print postage stamps yeah. at home? Like, you can drive yeah. to the post office and meet those friendly employees yeah. who will sell you stamps. It's Do amazing. you like waiting in line? Yeah. Do you like meeting new people? <laughs> <laughs> have I'm, we I'm, got a place for you i'm pitching this this is our next <laughs> advertiser it's gonna be usps do you baby. have a rich collection of tear forever, oh, forever tear six. tab numbers <laughs> yes yeah. do you collect those i know where you can add to your collection collect them all trade with your friends yeah. uh, <laughs> are you looking for the new elvis or i love lucy commemorative stamps well which is still place? which is still a thing yeah they do if it ain't broke, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. Elvis, because he's still alive, but stamps, yes, they still do that. <laughs> yeah, Elvis. So we should probably talk about Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. yeah. We uh, have one here today. You got the crazy part, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think we said... Did we say our names? We, we oh, did. We just did. Steve. No. Yeah, we just Steve. So let, let's... Uh, everybody else... Well, we're leaving, himself. I guess. This so. is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. So we're tackling Crazy Rich Asians, and we uh, invited Steve... He's been on the show before, but you can't see us, so I just wanted people to know that he's Asian, so he'll have some insight, possibly, that three white guys wouldn't. That's probably true. Yeah. That's, we thought that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Not to put you on the spot. Yeah. No pressure. Now, say something <laughs> fascinating that's Asian. Uh, uh, there it is. <laughs> so, I have a question. Uh, I've been reading that, that people are starting to uh, not... Like the word Asian. Oh, it's. I think it more has to do with the fact that it's such a generic, right? It's really reference. broad term. Like yeah. people are so proud, like of where they're from. Like Japanese people like to say they're Japanese. You know, right, right. South Koreans, South Korea. So like, uh, seen, we wouldn't say Europeans. Yeah. yeah. So like Asian is almost in a sense it's kind of being seen as like the term Oriental, which at one point in time it was fine. No one really, no one really cared. But sure. now they're more trying to be proud of where they're from. Like give themselves an identity so they try to stray away from the 
Asian generic term. Right. Because, well, I mean, if you're Indian, you're Asian too, right? Right. So, and I mean, that's, that's a completely different... Yeah, I mean, uh, a Russian is from Asia. Yeah, so. you, yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't put them in the same category, so it's the same thing. Just, oh, no, totally. No, I I'm, just, not, I, I'm not saying... I, I, I just, found it interesting yeah. that there's a shift, because I, like, I, like, I'm old enough to... We're, we're growing up, it was like Oriental was the polite... Term. Sure. What are they? Rugs, Tom? Right. No, and that's <laughs> what. And, and but that was yeah. The, yeah. The, the, no, things are Oriental, but uh, and so it's I, I always I find it fascinating to watch the etymology of words and terminology like that. So, Wait, or, don't or, say they eat edamame because they're Asian. Tom, please. <laughs> I don't even know what that I gotta is. tell you, edamame tasty as hell. It's delicious. Yeah, it's what is it? It's like green. It's like, like a, a little flat bean. Peat pod yeah. type. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah. Veg- yeah. Once, once you said the word green, yeah. we knew Tom wasn't going to eat it. You unless, didn't have him at vegetable. <laughs> unless it was green sprinkles on a sugar cookie. <laughs> Boom. Medium, medium rare. Yeah, medium, medium rare. rare. It's St. Patrick's rare. Day. That's how his mom got him to eat the vegetables. Yeah, right, it was right. a green food diet and the sugar cookies. And <laughs> oh, because I'm Irish? Yes. Nice. Yeah, well, no, I, I did. As soon as you say, said St. Patrick's Day, I was like, "Well, this is weird." Well, yeah, right. I'm pretty sure I went that route because of the green. I don't feel like I. But huh. in retrospect, I'm overtly yeah. racist to Irish people. Yeah, yeah. Oh. we've got it coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've left you alone for long enough. Yeah, yeah, we had right. a good run. Yeah. But that's right. that's an interesting argument because you're, you're totally right. I hadn't heard that, but it makes sense because that is so generic. Yeah, I so I was so when the movies called that, I was I'm curious to like in. 10 20 I mean, years it's, it's, are, the whole movie are, is set in in singapore and japan so i don't like crazy rich japanese doesn't really run, roll off the tongue well i don't know i mean what why would that be any harder i don't know because it's a longer title well <laughs> the fact is the book's called that and it's a best-selling book so at this point it's not like they could even totally you know it, it makes sense to adapt it based on the book which was written is it 2012 or does anyone 2013 I 13 think. okay so yeah, you know, that's a quick it, turnaround it was, it was a different time five years ago where like people weren't maybe you know things oh i'm not i'm like, not and i'm not saying i'm not mad about no, it no 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 it also yeah. makes sense in in yeah. the book because there's more than one like the people are from more than one country there's right. japanese ah. there's chinese or singapore so you can't have crazy rich you know, Chinese, Japanese, Singapore. <laughs> yeah, that would be a terrible title. Yeah, totally. It's like it's it's sensible that it's a catch-all in this situation. Exactly. Yeah. Is so? Does anybody know? Is the author of this book like was he crazy rich? Man, I hope. Oh, I don't know. To, to know about I don't the think world. So, like, I think he was raised in Singapore, and it was supposed to be kind of semi biographical. But I don't know if he was. Like, I wonder if he was the rich. female character that dated a uh, a woman that had the crazy rich, and I wonder if he flipped it. Yeah, I don't know, because you know, I, I saw, uh, like, a a video that he was in where he was hanging out with uh, uh, some crazy rich women who were really into fashion, and he, and they, uh, one of our podcast listeners actually posted it. Oh. And, uh, and, and it was interesting, but it, but it was, I, he seemed very comfortable in that world, you know ah, what I mean? And I so gotcha, I was I gotcha. curious if he was somehow already kind of a part of that world. I wonder okay. if, I mean, especially since he had a best-selling book, maybe he has maybe he's crazy surrounded himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that we've talked about it before that Netflix wanted to buy this for $100 million and he turned it down. Yeah. So I, the the author is Kevin Kwan and he stated that his intention in writing the novel was to introduce a contemporary Asia to a North American audience. He claimed the novel was loosely based on his own childhood in Singapore. 
and uh, I don't they don't actually say his background on here on Wikipedia, but um, but it was based on his childhood in Singapore, so he must have been surrounded some, at least at by some level. He clearly, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so. Netflix wanted to pick this up for a hundred mil, and he turned it down. And I will say, there's a character in the movie when I saw the video that I think kind of looks like him. Oh, really? The uh, the the guy that's throwing the bachelor party, the kind of the guy from uh, he's oh, good lord, Silicon Valley. Is he okay? Yeah. I only watched the first season. Yeah, he's the he's the, he's the guy that's living in uh, what's his name's house. Okay, like the the Asian kid. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it does say when I went to his personal page, it said that he was born in Singapore to an established Chinese family. His great grandfather was founding director of Singapore's oldest bank, the Overseas Chinese Banking Corporation, and his grandfather was an ophthalmologist who became Singapore's first Western trained specialist. So I'm guessing that he's got his some family money. Has yeah. Money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's doing all right. So. It sounds like they probably had money, but maybe not like enough to be in that world but not enough they weren't maybe necessarily of that world in that world upper yes. yeah he yes. saw it he probably was surrounded and, and it's interesting in the movie how like they're definitely even within that there world. are classes inside are, the, inside of a class yeah totally. yeah totally it, it and they talk they it, talk about like cousin oliver yeah is one of those like he's like i'm part of this but i'm not part of this right it's <laughs> interesting though like uh, we i mean this is just a something that you'll always tackle through life is like no matter how great you become at something or how rich there's always someone richer or better like sure. like and so it's interesting Unless that even the guy from amazon well but yeah but he's, he's like he's no the, man, yeah, but you know what there's some dude in dubai that's oh, probably true oil you know? and gold yeah that's oil very true yeah so, yeah so they're just like how much do you have yeah yeah so there's always someone richer and so it's interesting when you see even in this lifestyle like you said there's classes and it's like that's how it works there's always someone so you think oh my gosh if i could just get to this level i'd be at the uprush like the top of the top and then you still have to deal with yeah these things it's interesting but um yeah right from the beginning i love how they establish how crazy rich they are i mean this is a perfect way to set it up because so the matriarch of this family and her kids are michelle yo yeah from crouching tiger hidden dragon right she's awesome um and so she's she's coming into this hotel and out of the rain and the people are like this is a private hotel and they're acting like she doesn't belong there you know and definitely i mean i guess that's discriminate i mean they're discriminating i was having like i've been this on really naive here but like I was having trouble telling if this guy was a snob or a racist. I think it's both. Because it's like, I, it's because the scene takes place in, I think, what, 1995? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, was it really like, well, where was 95, it? In 95, somebody would be like, I'm not going to rent you a hotel room because you're, where, where were no, I thought they? It was they were more in of London. A, I thought it was more I of a poor they were thing, London. but that's, I, I definitely think it was more that they were like coming out of the rain. Was it, and, wasn't there like a, like a, a racist issue? Like weren't. God dang, I, can't, I wish I could remember. Like I felt like that um, Asian folks were. As he points at me, at me, I wasn't. I realized I had done that after the fact. Like I was just, <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not what I meant to do. Well, either uh, way, but like I felt like that there was there was a, a divide in London and Britain with like Asian immigrants coming into the country. Now that could have been. A very long time ago, and they just kind of used that in this moment. I think you're thinking of the 1800s. 
But wasn't maybe? I don't know. But I mean, I feel like weren't there they was... making railroads back in '95? Yes. yes, is that what was, it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they're because subways, Kevin. Yeah, because McDonald's was doing the Monopoly game. Right? Yeah, right. everybody wanted the railroad. Everybody wanted the railroad. So anyway, so they come in out of the rain, and and the manager or the belt, the the front desk guy is like, "This is a private hotel. You need to go." And she's like, "Can I use your phone?" And then she's outside. But she had the, already made a reservation. Like that's. The reservation that, was already on the thing. That's what right, but they're like, we being. don't have this. Like, they're yeah. like, there's, you don't know what you're talking about. So she has to go outside in the rain, and and they're all crowded in a payphone trying to stay dry. But I love she comes back in, and she has made a phone call. We find out to her husband, who is called the the like proprietor owner of this hotel, <laughs> and because of this little oversight, she just went ahead and bought the hotel. Yeah. Yes, like that is fu money to the next degree. No, like, like hadn't they? Weren't they? Hadn't they already bought it? Isn't that no, the deal? No, she oh. called to buy the hotel. I couldn't tell. To fire this guy. I was kind of going back and forth oh, in my head. Yeah. I thought that they had already bought it. If- no, I think the FU part, I think this shows that they're crazy right. rich. Like, you just slided me. I have so much money, I will just buy a hotel. That's, I how, will I, say, that's how I interpret I mean, it as well. Okay. I, th- I thought it was a little vague as to whether or not it was a pre-existing deal or no i don't yeah. think so because she was she was going to stay there and like if, if it, i i don't think she was necessarily dealing with the business as much as her husband like i don't think right. she was going there to do business it was a family thing and i think i i just think this is perfect and the way i interpreted it sets the tone because it's like this is crazy rich money like right. you slight me i don't just like get you fired i take your job <laughs> yeah. and you still work for me now right. and i tell yes. you like i'd be like you're the new bellboy yeah it's yeah. awesome so here's what i will say about this movie is I think romantic comedies tend to fall down tropes that are stupid and don't make sense, sure. right? Where it's just like you and I have a miscommunication where all it takes is like us having a conversation and it's squashed. This movie never does that. That's true. It does. It, they they have the yeah. conversations and it gets squashed immediately. Yeah, I do love that. I mean, there was there was definitely some turmoil towards the end because there has to be some kind of conflict. But I like that it wasn't but, the stereotypical. Right, but the turmoil made sense. Right. We'll get into no, it. No, it wasn't the, the lack end. of communication. Yeah. No, there it was wasn't. communication. I don't necessarily agree with how it was handled, but you know, it's emotional and there's a lot at stake. But it wasn't that, oh, I'm not talking to you, so now I'm gonna Yeah, so many times yeah. it's like the 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 conflict could be solved that if the two people would just talk. talk. Or if somebody would ask a question. Right. You know, right. I mean, lost was bad about that. <laughs> I know it's not a romantic comedy, but <laughs> if anybody would ask a question but they'd, they'd be in these situations and they would never ask obvious questions. They would just continue to wonder. Right. I'm like, what the... Where in this one, yeah. they ask the questions and they have the conversations and it it felt much m- more natural. And that being said, it's a very cliche Absolutely. story. Yes. But, I mean, you know... But they but they do it... There's really good action movies that are very cliche. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a genre. No, this, is, this, is, this was a fantastic flick. They're not reinventing the wheel, but right. they're making the best damn wheel possible. Yes. Yeah. Right? Well, I think I said on Facebook, I was like, romantic comedies are like jazz. Like, it's, it's not about the melody, it's about how you dress it up. Yep. And also like jazz... Most of them suck. <laughs> I was I was I was watching the last season of The Office, and Dwight and Angela were talking, oh, and so she's good. like, "I'm I'm I'm so dumb or whatever," and 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 she's like, said something about jazz, and then Dwight just says, "No, don't be crazy. No one's as dumb as jazz. <laughs> just play the right notes." Like, just, like that show is so smart, and I just I love that joke. I know I'm butchering it, but like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. So then we jump to we jump to the university where we see we meet Rachel, mm-hmm. uh, where she is. It, what you think it looks like 
is where she's just gambling. Do you think she's in a casino? She's I thought playing. she was a student at first. Like I thought it was a. Pro- she's like very a, young. Looking, she's very yeah. young so. looking. Uh, so that you know, she's going back and forth. Like, can playing. you be a professor that young? Doesn't it take a long time to become a professor? I don't know. I don't know what. Who how, knows how young she actually is? But she she looks youthful for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you figure we'll say late twenties. Yeah, it's possible, I guess. Uh, so yeah, she's playing poker with this guy, and she outplays him, and she beats him, and then the lights come up, and we find out that it's she good is, writing. It's I, very I say, good writing. This movie has some good writing. I love it's very well some done. of the dialogues that she delivers throughout the movie, and the other characters like they're smart. The, yeah. the the writing is smart, and I really appreciate that, and I think that's what also elevates it from a basic rom com because, as you said, it's not as quote unquote dumb, and the the action are, aren't the actions aren't as dumb, but also the way the characters speak, yeah, is they're just it's just they sound more like real people and people that know what they're talking about. They're not just these flighty characters that ooh I'm in love and I'm gonna do whatever <laughs> it takes, and you know it's not just <laughs> dumb decisions for love's sake. It's real, you know. These were and real people. One of the things I point out in my review is that it felt like an organic conversation between people. Yes. Like, yeah. There are movies that are ba- like they have scenes set in like a college classroom, but it feels like a dialogue written. It sure. doesn't feel like a classroom conversation. Yeah. This movie actually felt like, you know, she was a teacher and she was teaching students. And the conversations like when um when they go to Singapore and like they're out on the town getting all the food from the street vendors. That actually feels like you're there yeah. with them. Yeah, I you totally know, hanging agree. Hanging out, like getting a beer and eating food. It doesn't feel like a script and they're just reading the lines. God, that is such a better scene than do you remember that uh that Aaron Eckhart movie and was it Jennifer Aniston and Aaron Eckhart when they go out on the town and they're supposed to be having quote unquote fun. And it was like a montage like this, but it looked like the dullest, stupidest night ever. And then you have something like this where it looks like friends organically, like Steve said, like this is how you do it. Yeah. Like some of these scenes in a romantic type of thing, just like that movie was trying to be it. They, they feel so contrived and so forced and yes, Everything about this movie felt organic, and especially since the world is a world that, I mean, I don't think any of us live in this world, and so it all should seem bigger <laughs> and crazier than, than you know, life, but it still felt real, like, you're like, wow, you know there's rich people out there, and these all feel like really crazy rich people. Like, yeah. Everything about this movie was believable, which was really cool. Yeah, what the, the scene that Steve's talking about is, like, they're, the, we, meet, we meet Nick and Rachel and they're together and they they're going back to Singapore for Nick's best friend's wedding and it's the first time that uh Rachel is going to meet the family and, and she I, doesn't know anything about which the I think family. is like that is a trope that could have gone the other way and like Nick give when they're explaining they're like look we're flying first class and she's and like Rachel yeah. is just like I'm I'm economy like so I can't don't afford this. They like yeah. she had, like meals that her mom had yeah. made her made them. Yeah, she's got like, Tupperware things. Yeah, exactly. I did question. It was a little bit stretching believability when like for a year she didn't know that his family's crazy. But if like, never, I just if feel he like never let on. But I, mean, I just, just feel kinda, like at the well, same time though, like she's a professor of economics. Wouldn't she like at least have making, heard of possibly of this family that you know has billions upon billions well, of dollars? Well, one, <laughs> one person sees them. Have they never been in public? One person sees them and is able to send things all around the world. Oh, he's this guy. Yeah. I mean, it's just how do you go a year being out in public well, dating? I, she someone? does kind of say she's like you wear the same thing to bed. You play basketball at like the the gross at the, YMCA. At the, at the, y, the stinky Y. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like, yeah, I like it there. Yeah, and so like he's not doing things. It looks like he's not dressing extravagantly no. like he but you know like he's never letting on that he has all this money because but it's, he's living It's very coincidental the day before I they agree. leave right. after a year is the one time someone sure. spots it. So I'm just saying this does stretch it but it you give it a pass because it's so well written. It also it's, helps that it's early in the movie yeah. like it's like yeah. 
I'm, you're, it's easier to give a movie a pass if the coincidence is at the beginning of the yeah. movie instead of something that resolves a conflict. <laughs> it sets the whole thing yeah. off, and then, yeah, yeah it's great. So, and I do like where he kind of explains. He's just like, yeah, I haven't been... Like, it's not like I haven't lied to you. No. But I also been there have, year, I haven't like, been completely like and the f- the f- the first class flight was great in terms of like it's not even like it's it's beyond first class. <laughs> yeah. Like if there's a class above first class, this is it. They yeah. I mean they yeah, they're in like a little pod. They're, yeah. They, I'm guessing this airline's a sponsor and this is a real thing. It, it is it a is real, real thing. thing. Because, the wow. chairs lie flat. Yeah. Like we actually um we're sending Crystal's uh grandparents to Korea okay. next month. Uh, her her grandfather is a Korean War vet and was going on about how... Uh, Please don't give him a weapon. <laughs> no. He was going on about how like he'd really like to go back to Korea and see the places that he saw yeah. now. And uh, and I was like, there's got to be a way. I mean, I know there's a way. You, you put him on a plane. <laughs> but I'm like, there's got to be a... A tour or a service something. or something. So yeah. I looked it up, and there's actually the Korean government... Uh, um, has a plan where like they'll the 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 they welcome back the vets they pick up a good chunk of the cost and then they have like these tours that you can take where you can see the battlefields and they have like a ceremony for them like they're they're know. like well and also like they're I'm sure I'm sure that they're kind of appreciative of United vet, United States veterans like they, apparently Steve is from South Korea right I uh, yeah so I, I mean. Can't say I really know a whole lot right. about it. <laughs> when yeah. did you come over? Here? I came over here when I was three months old, so okay. 1984. Okay, yeah, and uh, all I know about Korea is what's on Mash, it, which <laughs> which was really about the Vietnam War, right? right. Like it's yeah. it, it's a, it's technically the Korean War, but it was they were really talking about Vietnam, right? You know? And so yeah, I kind of had the same reaction. I'm like, oh wow, I'm so it's so unusual to have us to have gone and fought a war in a country and then then be glad come that we back. were there. Like you don't hear that story very often. <laughs> I was surprised. I <laughs> hope it's not a trap. Yeah, <laughs> and so we uh, got him. <laughs> but so, so when we were researching flights, like we did, come across a flight like that because it's I think it's like a fourteen hour flight sure, or something. Sure. And uh, and I was just like, yeah, they don't need to. I'll pay a little extra so they have some more leg room. <laughs> they don't but need that. Like, they don't need cha- they don't need chairs that lie flat yes. and turn into beds. Turn into a bed. This airline and their own silk pajamas. <laughs> yeah, this airline was the airline they used every time they fly, which was three or four times. Like clearly, they were giving them some money to advertise, right. and they're a real airline. Like it's very evident, not in a bad, like obnoxious, like Mark Wahlberg picking a Bud Light up and sure, finding a transformer, sure. going, "Oh, Bud Light, so refreshing." <laughs> yeah. But like you knew this was a real thing, and this was the first inside into the lives of the quote-unquote crazy rich Asians where I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I'm trying to find a seat next to the person I'm with and I'm crowded in there yeah. and these rooms. And, and Rachel does a great job of being like, whole, like she doesn't know how to handle right. it either. And yeah. I, uh, she's the audience surrogate. Like, we we are experiencing yeah. this world through her, which it works very well. Yeah, and he and, plays it off that his dad does business with this airline. Correct. So yeah. we got a free little, you know. Yeah. Like, which could be very, I don't think he's lying. He's rich, that's, but I think that his family does That's do true. Business. Like, I don't think... He, but I've been saying that's how he kind of downplays yeah, it's it. It's a right. white lie. It's, right. He's, yeah. It's he, a lie by omission. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which, as we all know, is still, still a lie. lie. <laughs> do so, they get to keep those pajamas? I those would think. Pajamas? You have I to, right? Like, you don't want to give You're those back. Them, yeah. So, do they have to, like, give them their sizes in advance? Or, probably. Like, or probably. no, they, maybe when you're there, you request... A, probably, like, a medium. They were sitting there. They were there yeah, they were in like, the room when they showed up. Hey... Crazy rich. That's okay. yeah, right. So well, I think that, see, when you're that wealthy, that's 
when you go through the metal detector. Oh, it's a size detector. It's also a size detector. <laughs> it's size yeah. Yeah. They're it scanning checks your, you. It checks your inseam, make sure you're all right. <laughs> they're also checking your BMI. <laughs> hey, when they're doing those pat-downs, they're right. actually they're like, measuring you, yeah. and only the crazy rich Asians can, get the pajamas. All I can right. think of yeah. is that, that Friends episode where he's like, no, they're supposed to do that, right? And they're just like, no. Yeah. In prison. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so they, they go to Singapore, and they meet up with- They're greeted by- uh, the, Nick's, Nick's best friend, yeah. and who, like the- the the fiance I thought was American, she's, and then when you see obvious, her later, she definitely looked more. She's obviously mixed because I yeah. I was having trouble too because in certain scenes, and I'm again I'm not trying to be racist or anything, but it's like she must be mixed because I thought, oh, is he marrying a white woman? Like as that part of the plot, yeah. yeah. But then she looked Asian as she was dressed differently and her makeup was different, and so I had the exact yep. same thought. And Steve, can you give some insight into? I mean, believe it or not, this movie with an all Asian cast of sorts is getting flagged because they're not Asian enough. And she may be one of the issues. Do you know uh, her? I'm not sure about, it. I know Henry Golding kind of got some, uh, Who's he's, that? he plays um, Nick. Okay. Uh, he got some flack because apparently they don't consider him like, I guess Asian enough because he's, he's clearly British. right? Yeah. He, like, well, he's, he's a British and Singaporean descent, I guess. Okay. But then okay. he's playing a part of a Chinese. Yeah. He's playing a Chinese person, basically. Ah, uh, so different. Yeah. And yeah, and I think Aquafina also got a little flack or something. Who too. is that? She's a comedian. She's, okay, she always like, I've plays seen her a more. Before. She always plays kind of a. She speaks with like I don't know if you take Ebonics. Ag- no, she's always oh. like playing a kind of a kind fast of street street. Yeah, yeah, she's always okay. Uh, okay. Did you watch Future Man on Hulu? No, which is an amazing comedy uh, created by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah, um, it's so funny. It's such a funny she's show. Got, what's his name? Right. Um, yes. The guy from Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him too. But yeah. what's his name's also? Also, what's his name? <laughs> uh, hilarious show. But she she works in a uh, video game store. It's about video games and nerd culture. And this guy plays a video game and then actually becomes like this future warrior based on this game. And Paul Shear and Aquafina work at the video game store. Okay, okay. And they have a good back and forth. But um, but the only thing that kind of threw me off. Speaking of Golding, who I thought he was great. I thought he was charismatic. I really liked him. But I'm like, okay, when are they going to explain why he has a British accent? So, but I, like, well, I took it because they, they lived. They lived. They, they lived in London. They yeah. do. They okay. they, they talk about how they send that like this this world. I hate to say they. It sounds but like <laughs> they being the crazy rich people. Yeah. Uh, they send so many of their kids to boarding school okay. in London, and like they're always going okay. to London. And don't forget the opening scene of the movie. They're buying a hotel in London. Yeah. yeah right. Right. No, right. that's great because yeah. I talked to Steve about it too. Because I'm like, I was just when I first heard him speak, I'm like, I need an explanation because I'm like, he has he is British. Like right. you, the accents there, so they've got to at least explain it. So that's good that they work it out yeah. and a lot of the the characters in this movie have a british accent i gotta tell you which that helped like i was like okay i now I, so they do give different characters different accents and it helped me remember who they were and where they're from yeah hmm. right so like nick the movie throws a lot of people at you lots of people really fast yeah, they go through the <laughs> yeah. like here's the family and it's all the crazy like them in their environment where they work and right live right and, so like your main kid like obviously rachel has doesn't have an accent she's from america right uh nick has a british accent his best friend has a british accent his sister has a british his, accent. yeah so like but his mom doesn't no um michelle yo which would make sense because she didn't grow right, up back in, right yeah the grandmother doesn't mm-hmm. that makes um sense. the the aunts don't like they all have an asian accent mm-hmm. uh so like it's it's it helps to remember who people are because there are so many characters, like you've got uncles and you've got sisters and you've got cousins. And you're saying ha- you couldn't remember based on their look? 
I didn't say that. I'm just, I mean, well, that's that's you putting whatever you want to put on me. Like that's don't put the, don't put your racism on me. I, I I'm not the one that said I needed accents. I was wondering why saying, you couldn't no, remember. No, no, I'm saying like because there are so many. There's they throw so many people at you so quickly. Yeah. With the exception of like your main characters, who yeah. you spend most of this movie with. Yeah. Um. Then there, like Steve said, the the there's a scene with the best friend and Nick where they're on like a raft, and it that felt more natural of those two dudes talking than almost than anything i've seen recently like yeah. that that felt so like they had it felt like they had been friends for years yeah i, I thought this entire cast was wonderful Th- there, i thought there's they were not all... there's not a there's not a, a critique i can make the, about the anybody. one force one is ken jong i just maybe yeah. it's because he's a little much i <laughs> i really feel like he's a bit over the top even for this role and for would this you say world. he's a little much yeah much <laughs> yeah but i would also say it makes sense who like yeah. it, it makes sense in context of sure. of Aquafina. When you look at Aquafina, and right. like, it makes yeah. she makes sense. The casting that, of that, <laughs> that he would be yes. her dad. Yes, no, the casting made sense. I just it, it's not it, it the, just the was, one thing I I did. The, I think the thing that really I didn't yeah. like about about Ken Jong in this movie is how they introduce him. Because they introduced him, I thought that was super racist. Uh, Asian stereotype. It's like a really big Asian stereotype. But it was him doing it. He oh, can pre- hang on. So <laughs> oh, to Joe, I just yeah. But yeah. they introduce him as this really big Asian stereotype, and then and then he walks it back like haha, like no, I was just being silly. But like she's friends with with that character. Like shouldn't she know kind um, of already what the deal is with her dad? I don't think they know the. I mean, like she didn't know Nick's parents, and she's but how? But but that's her friend, like that. That this she didn't just. Well, it's the character's name, Peaklin. Am I saying that right? I don't remember. Well, Aquafina's character, but that's her friend, right? She didn't just. They went to school together. She didn't just meet her. I wonder if those. I wonder if she was sent and had like a host family. I don't know this family ever. I would just think that if if you were close enough with somebody to, to go stay in their house, you would know that they're that. Their dad is American. It, kind of, it, well, like, or, is yeah. he American? I don't, He's not American, is he? I couldn't tell if the character was. He said he went to Cal State. Yeah, he said he went to study in America. Yeah, I can't okay. remember. But lost his accent completely. Because he never he like he has an American accent. Yeah. He's not doing a, like a right. He has no. no yeah, he's, he's he no sounds other, like once know. he drops the the joke, <laughs> yeah. he's just he, he's chem, These he's, are very yeah. petty I mean, criticisms they, because they there's absolute, not much to no, criticize. There isn't, in this like movie. this yeah. is like like we've talked on the on the previous show. I can't remember the last time we had a good, of rom- smart romantic yeah. comedy. Yeah. Like it's been so long yeah. that you forget that this is what they're supposed Man, to be. I like I, I almost have to go back to like Five Hundred Days of Summer, which yeah. is That's still a good one. like not even a straight ahead romantic comedy. That, I mean, it's yeah. a very it's a very high concept. Yeah, I like the one with um, oh geez, now I'm um, who's our Antoine Yelkin and uh, it crazy. Crazy Stupid Love? No, no, no. Um, I like that one. That is very good. Yes, Crazy in Love or Crazy uh, Anton Yelkin, and I can't remember the British um, actor oh. actress that he's with in that. But I really like that one. Crazy Stupid Love is yeah, probably that, yeah. That's Crazy even, Stupid Love is one of the best yeah, of modern times. That's a that's a brilliant flick. That as is. Well. I I would say maybe that is the next one, one on this the, level. The most yeah. recent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, to get past these silly, we should just get into yeah. The story. So like they they go to Singapore and they they have that great scene where they're eating street food and they're doing whatever. Which I was I gotta tell you looked delicious. I know I got. I was, <laughs> yeah. And you know obviously 
I hate these kind of scenes. Oh, really? I, well, because I, I'm so unadventurous from a culinary oh. standpoint <laughs> that I'm just like, Ooh. this isn't making me want to eat. This is just like, like, yep, that's a lot of food. That's you also, a lot of food. You also know how crazy stupid rich they are because the amount of food could feed a small country. <laughs> yeah, but it's street food. That's true. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's but fair. four people don't buy that much food anywhere unless you're rich. Like, that was God, a, they had a spread a Asian Asian inspired food is some of my favorite. Like yeah. it is when you get like good, authentic yeah. food like that. You're oh, not man, talking about so the good. Americanized buffet. You're talking no. about the also, little hole in the wall. Still good. Oh yes, yes. don't get me don't wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but you mean like the hole in the wall that makes the best? Yes. More like yeah. We have a place food. down in the city that yeah. is like in this tiny corner of a of a strip yeah. mall, and they're making the oh, real man. stuff. It they're is not good yeah, stuff. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So then uh, they're going to this party. That they're fine. That also, Nick is kind of a dick. He is in the fact that he's taking Rachel, who has never met anybody in his family, to this to massive meet the entire country. To, well, yeah, not even like, that. To this massive party, and yeah. he's just like, "Good luck, babe." That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, there's a lot of people there, and it's not just the family. Because I thought at first, I'm like, "Okay, I get it. they have a big family," but when the entire mansion is filled up, I'm like, yeah. "What?" And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, they invited a few." people, <laughs> people like, yeah i do uh, like so like so she she goes and sees aquafina who was her friend from school and they i do like where she's got that dress and aquafina yeah, aquafina's just like what are you doing she's like you can't wear that she's like but i thought red was a lucky color and she was like <laughs> no and they you know they good montage of like you know ken jung trying to get in the room like aquafina kind of pushing him out uh and she comes out in this stunning uh, I do. Like, I don't think this is that, that was, scene that was yet. later. No, like this is when wedding. she just gives her a dress from her closet. Yeah. That is was that what the it is? wedding dress. Is the one they tried oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But then okay, okay. Aquafina is just dropping her off, and Nick invites <laughs> her in. She's like, "Oh no, I can't." He's yes, like, yeah, that's a great she's scene. Like, she's like, "Oh, okay, I'll go." And, and she opens her trunk, and she's got. She has like five different cocktail in bags. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just like ready to go. Nice shoes. I do like. And then Rachel's like, "Did you have that?" like planned and she was just like yeah yeah i'm not a savage yeah, or whatever like, like what i'm not an, i'm not an animal <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I, I like aquafina and i know that she could be seen as like the female equivalent like the ken jong like she can be a bit much but i think she's funny. i think I they really, used her perfectly yeah, yeah i really didn't think i would like her based on what i saw in the previews she just seemed really i don't know i'd stereotype yeah, yeah but once i saw her in the movie i thought she was actually great yeah i think she's funny like it, i've seen her in other stuff and her comedy like she's just I, I don't know i something about her she's really quirky and funny um but yeah i think she played up this family yeah. of oh yeah it's, yeah it's weird that like i liked her in the context of the movie but like yeah she was all over this the the marketing oh really yeah like the radio spot i think ha- you know because I, I heard the radio spot tons and it. I mean, she's probably got like three of her lines are in a thirty but second spot. That's what appeals to the masses, though, is the problem. Oh yeah. Like I'm just, I'm just saying, it's not. What's her popularity level, though? Not like. Not as, it, well, in context of this movie, is she like the cast of this movie? Is she probably one of the most more recognizable? Oh, Asian celebrities. Because none of them really are. Yes, but you Except know what I mean. Michelle, yeah. yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's a different kind of popularity. Right. But yeah, I mean, Ken Jong is the most recognizable. I, I think, didn't in know this he was in the, even in this movie. I didn't until either, he shows but, up. But yeah, he would be the most recognizable in the comedy world. And then I think her probably, if you know comedy and watch sure, her up. But, sure. um, but yeah, I think it worked well. But yeah, she goes to this party and she's introduced to the mother, who instantly, <laughs> and we know the mother from talking instantly the mother talks to the friends earlier and where this tweet goes you know this message goes around the world yeah well, well, what happens them. is is nick and rachel are in a like a cafe somebody sees them 
she sends a message. She's like, I just saw Nick, whatever his last name is. With some girl. With some girl. And then all of a sudden, it was, I, d- I liked the graphic yeah. of them like, I like sending the tweets or yeah, texts. I, I liked and, how, they incorp- how they incorporated the tweets. Yeah. And, it was very yeah. stylized and yeah. I didn't expect it, but it, it really set up for the tone of the movie, which the tone was not like anything else. This movie it's, had a very unique. It's hard to believe that this is the director who gave you, any anyone know? Harold and Kumar? Jim and the Holograms. Ooh, oh wow! No, wow. I would have never. Okay, so I that. thought this was the guy from Harold and Kumar. No, I think he's got a similar name. <laughs> it's John Chu. Is the uh, I mean yeah. that's the guy from Harold. It's the guy who directed this. Is John Chu? Yeah. And I thought that's what the guy's name was. Uh, this is director of Justin Bieber's Never Say Never tour. Hey, <laughs> this is I, well. I, um, let's see. Jim of the Holograms, Blumhouse's biggest failure. Yeah. Wow, think, he's directing In the Heights, the Lin-Manuel Miranda, his first yeah. musical oh. that, that's going to go into a I think movie. It's yeah. John M. Chu. Yeah, that John is this M. guy. It's yes, the M true. is the uh, distinction. Now You See Me too. Step Ooh. Up 3D. Are you Step sure you're not thinking two? of John Cho, the actor? In- that's what his name oh. is. Yeah. I, was just I, just, say, I, just, I just watched Better Luck Tomorrow. Yeah. And he's Love in that. that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, we'll get into but, that. One. Yeah, <laughs> but there might be something that comes up later about that. But anyway, so he's got a video. Uh, I saw. I don't know where it was. Like it was an. It was almost like an ad that was running in the middle of another article, and I got totally sucked into it. <laughs> and uh, which I never do. Those will get you. <laughs> yeah, but it. But it was like a four minute clip of him it, breaking down how they filmed this scene this scene where oh, they okay. go to where they go to the mansion for the first time it's a time. beautifully shot scene and it's like it's almost all cgi like really no. none of it's real no and way they're like they, he's like we found an old mansion and he's like and it was disgusting and covered in bird crap and and he's like so we had to clean it up just on the like on the outside and then he's like the 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 like all the bushes and stuff for CGI wow. and the long I wondered driveway. because it was good, but I'm like that camera work looked a little yeah like something. And he about was saying it they looked- were trying to establish that like you know like in Singapore like that would that would be like ridiculous oh. because like you're it's you don't have that much land yeah the right, land right. I was to have that by, much land yeah. there and they okay. actually filmed in Malaysia is what he said okay, okay. but right. it was just really interesting watching all the work that went in like even down to like the uh the the labels on her thing on her clothes yeah. he's like he goes he goes we shot all that we got back and he couldn't read a damn thing <laughs> oh no and he's like so we had to cgi all the all wow. the labels wow. so you could see the clubbing da- you know, whatever oh, really like oh, all wow. that like he's like none of that was visible we dang had it. and he's like and then cool uh, and then good wh- for him though like yeah it, it's seamless good cgi yeah it's, yeah yeah you yeah, did that that's how CGI should be used. Right? Like, it should be used it, to enhance and to, yeah. not be noticeable. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So they go to this party. They meet the um, mom. Rachel meets the mom, Michelle Yeoh, and it is <laughs> it is the most contentious meeting where like you can tell that she is not she's happy. being fake nice, super and and like for a second. And Rachel doesn't pick up on it. I, I felt yeah. like she didn't pick up on it at all. But then, but then she goes, she hates, she me. hates yeah. me. Like yeah. she, Rachel played into it perfectly. And then they walked out, and she was like, "She hates me." Yeah. And, but like Michelle Yeoh, who, I mean, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I think she's on Star Trek now, like Star Trek Discovery, not Star Trek now. Like, oh. Yeah, um, she plays this part to she's a great. T. She's great. Like she is super uh, pretentious. Isn't the word passive aggressive? Yeah. Like the like, and it is that's the word. expertly done, expert level passive aggressiveness. Yes. Now I want to ask about this, and Steve, maybe you can give some insight into the culture. I mean, we've 
I mean, obviously there's, there's two things at play here. There's the rich aspect where it's like in any culture, you get the stereotypical, like, I don't want you to marry someone beneath us. Our family comes from money and we're lawyers and doctors and all this stuff. But then you've also had the Asian culture, which, you know, from what I know of it, that a lot of times the parents want their kids to marry another, you know, similar, someone from a similar background. So these two things are mixed together higher. I mean, is this very, from what you know, I mean, is this very stereotypical of a, or typical, I'm sorry, of an Asian? Yeah, there are, there are several cultures, like Asian cultures that don't really welcome outsiders, you know, and she makes it a point, the mother makes it a point to be like, you're American. Yeah, which, oh, which, I, thought, yeah. which I thought was did the wait did the did Michelle Yeoh say yeah, that yeah. or was it the oh you're right she does they have that like little sit down yeah, yeah. Okay, she says ahead. you look Asian like you're oh no, you whatever mean Rachel's she's... mom no no, the, no Michelle uh, Cho Nick Young's Michelle, mom Nick's mom but doesn't 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 Rachel kind of have that conversation with her mother as well where she's just like you you look the part but. And like she kind of points to her head, like her yeah, brain, I think she did say like, something but, like but that. But in here, you're not. She did say that, yeah. But the okay. mom like calls her out on it, and I thought that was fascinating because that was my other question: is it's like, wow, I mean, Rachel looks Asian; she is Asian American, she speaks, and she speaks Japanese, and she is able to speak the language, uh, at least one of the languages. But but the but the mom sees her as American, and I thought, wow, is it really that much of a divide of you're not you're not Asian enough? You know, like you're not true Asian. I just never even thought about that discrepancy. I mean, I could see it. There's plenty yeah. of Americans who feel the same way about foreigners here. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> you ain't we, kidding, brother. We didn't yeah. invent it. We just perfected it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just I, I thought that was really eye-opening. To Is even... the, and I think they, they, I mean, I think ultimately they look down on America. Like they, they look at America as like fat and lazy and weak and dumb and obsessed with stupid stuff. And... Is the, the idea that, so Nick, has left like he's gone home he went not gone home but he's gone to the states and he's kind of stayed away too long oh she probably also resents her is because that, that she's kept him there for yeah. a year which is she that has. is that a thing though like do they in that culture do they expect sons to come home and then take over so like like the idea that he'd been gone for so long yeah i from, from what little i know it seems like something that would fall within the lines of some of those cultures, i guess you have yeah. more responsibility to well, it the, is the family the business. business yeah. than, they send they send you to go to school. I mean, but they if you think about that, in. like that's I mean, that's a pretty common trait in a lot of cultures. I mean, even uh, I mean, think about it's a wonderful life, right? Like yeah. that's that's the that's the storyline of the, of it's a wonderful life. Jimmy Stewart wants to go away to college, but he has to take over the business, uh, okay. and because okay. that's what sons do, yeah. and you know, so I, you know, I think that's uh, you know. Oh, that makes I, sense. Again, I, I think that's a pretty yeah. common thing, and okay. I think I think it's something you see less of in our culture now, right? Because honestly, there's there's a lot fewer business owners, like there's a lot fewer small businesses, like yeah. and so. But back, you know, I mean, because if you think about even it's a wonderful life, the idea of like, oh, my family owns a bank, <laughs> right? And not not only does my family own a bank, and now I got to take over a bank, but we own a bank and we're poor. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like like like. That the, those that part of it's a wonderful <laughs> life in today's culture would make no sense. The do people idea, even own like? I guess they do. They have like small small now. banks anymore. Uh, they do, but they're pretty. I mean, I I bank in one, but yeah, I bank called St. John's Bank. Uh, and, I guess mine's a credit union, so. and yeah, and it's owned by a a family okay. that's owned it for since like the, you know I think the twenties, but uh, 
But yeah, but that's unusual. Yeah, most of them it's have like been gobbled Bank of up. America or U.S. Bank, right? And... So, but I, but I think that notion of like, no, the son comes home and takes you got to do what's right for the family and the business, and yeah, you know, okay. Uh, they meet back up, and Nick is going to go with his friend to the bachelor party, and uh, the fiance of Nick's best friend invites Rachel to her bachelorette party and rachel like i do like where she's just super timid like she she's kind of intimidated by this whole yeah, life and then you, you would and, be and you would be like yeah. that's she's like, such she's, a great sweet person i feel so bad for her yeah. all the time because i'm like you know first of all with the mom which i get it the mom is just automatically you know she's an outsider she's from a different whatever but it's like rachel's so sweet and 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 likable and trying her best and it's hard to watch and and this is definitely a, a trope of the romantic comedies yes. like we said they don't stray away from the cliches they lean right. into the tropes but, which is good yeah. but it's like oh man it's hard to watch because you know the actor is so good and it's so well written and you can't help but to feel sorry for her and root for her the whole time yeah so uh nick goes to his bachelor party and it's put on like they they have invited like the stifler of this movie like i don't know i don't know what else to describe (laughs) every friend has that well-meaning but douche I don't friend. think this guy's well-meaning. He's just a douche. Oh, he, I mean, he threw. He spent all his money and threw this bachelor party I guess for his true, friend. Yeah. I, Did he do it for his friend or do you <laughs> to, to have fun for himself? I, I, I agree, but he's still. I think he's well-meaning, but he he's selfish and he's a douche. But yeah. I still feel like he he's just that friend. We all know people like that. Right. Like, I sure. mean, I'm just saying, if I ever get married and you guys throw me a bachelor party, <laughs> you should get a rocket launcher. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Yeah, well, on it. Yeah. You got it, buddy. <laughs> and, now uh, and now we're on the list. Do you have, do you have any crazy rich Asian friends we can talk? I unfortunately don't. Oh. <laughs> I'll work on that. Okay, yeah, please. Uh, and we're uh, really more concerned about the crazy rich aspect. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. We'll take that over. I just, right? Yeah, that's way more important. Yeah, <laughs> let's this be guy, clear. This guy reminded me of uh, Clark Green. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Who's Clark, Clark? Clark Duke. Clark Duke from. The office. the office, oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. Clark Duke. Yeah, Clark yeah. Duke. his, you know, his and character's of, name was and Clark. Clark and that's what I did. Clark and Michael. Yeah, fame. he used to live with Michael, Sarah, and do all the shorts and stuff. Oh, yeah. really? really good friends. Yeah. Okay. Clark and Michael was their web short. It was okay. Yeah. yeah, he did. He but like if you, he's on. He was on Silicon Valley. He's been he on. Was? Yeah, Clark Duke. No, no, this no, guy. This okay, guy. I was, this I was guy. Like, not oh, Clark that's Duke. Clark Duke on Silicon Valley was brilliant. Because yeah, he is in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, right. Yeah. Doesn't he play who's who plays his dad? Oh, is it Rob Cordry? They find out they that he's his dad, his dad or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he cooks up with his mom in the past. Those movies, the first movie, first movie's great. Right? The second one's awful. Yeah, I, but the first one is. Great. They couldn't even get Chevy Chase, right? So no, they just, it was John like, wrote Cusack. Him out. No, they had uh, Adam Scott come in for the second. No, one. it was Chevy. It was John Cusack. John Cusack was kind of filling the Adam. Oh, Scott role. okay. Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah. So in the first one, it was John Cusack, and the second one, they brought in Adam Scott. Yeah. 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 So, but but uh, <laughs> I thought Chevy Chase didn't do it though either, or he did like one line in the beginning or something. Something with Chevy Chase phoned in something in that second movie yeah. where they oh, had like well, when you when you think phoning something in, Chevy Chase is your guy. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. But the, yeah, the, that first one doesn't have any right. To oh be no, as awesome as it, it does is. not. It's, yeah, it's, it's those, great. It is fantastic. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, they throw these bachelor parties, and like the guy one is the typical of what you'd imagine. A stupid bachelor party, but with crazy rich crazy, money. But they it's got like, a, you know, the Miss, Miss Universe or something. Or something. Like international waters. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I do like, he was like, what was the joke about international waters? Like, he makes a joke. He was like, I just want to punch you in the face. And he was like, well, we're in international yeah. waters, so it doesn't you know, matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, but they, it's like this whole, like, tanker that's been yes. rented out yes. and it's a party and a dance floor and the lights and a dj and, and the miss miss uh i guess it's miss universe i don't know who they because yeah. they had gals and it, i will say 
there are almost no no other races in this movie. I thought this was fantastic. Another kudos to them for making an American movie with an all Asian cast and not casting. Oh, we need that token. Well, white. you had the people well, in the I band, they, and you had the people, uh, the girls on the thing. And that yeah, was I it. saw like a bartender that yeah. was white. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. but they don't have that token white um, friend of the family, quote yeah. unquote, that's famous to like. Oh, Adam Scott's in this. Well, movie. Well, I think they you know? almost. Oh, really? Made it that way. Ooh. I thought there was originally they were going to try and Scarlett Johansson was going to yeah, be they were, they were going to try and make it to where Rachel was white. Oh. And and uh the author oh, was so like Oh, so she could be a real outsider. Yeah, like, and he's like that's not a story we're telling no. here. Like Yeah, you, we're not doing that like, one. Good Yikes. luck with that one. But <laughs> yeah. we'll be called crazy rich yeah. Asians. No, I'm I'm just glad I really yeah. props to them for making this movie and not doing that because it's really easy to try to get a name in there for the American audience. Right. And uh It's the safe play. Yeah. Sure. And I thought that was fantastic cuz I kept waiting and I could hardly spot one white person and it wasn't a problem. I'm like good for them for not yeah. shoehorning it. It would be weird. All diverse. It would be yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah, the, the, I think the biggest of, white role is probably the guy she beats at poker in the opening scene. That's, yeah. it. <laughs> that's probably true. That's yeah. probably true. So, uh, all of, all of Nick's cousins are kind of railing on him about Rachel. Yeah. And he has had enough of it. Oh, they are douches. They These are people all, are yeah. super douches. You know, they douches. think she's a gold digger. They think, you know, and, and they like, to his face are like being, I mean, I don't know they're, they're they drinking, fun of but her boobs yeah. like, to his face. And at that point he stands up like, and, like something about like the only thing she's good at is oh small boobs. They were like, like, what does she bring? Yeah, to the, to not the, boobs. And it, yeah, small the guys like small boobs. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, I would have. I mean, he goes. He to gets punch up. Him, like, he gets up and goes to get him, and yeah. then the buddy kind of the the yeah. the groom kind of pulls him away. Yeah. And uh, I <laughs> the most ridiculous thing of this whole thing is the fact. So we've so the the best friend and Nick kind of fly away. Yeah. Like literally, they steal a whole literally, and I do license. like where he goes. Boy, those pilot like, piloting lessons sure came in handy. And like, but was he in the army or something? I thought it was from. Oh, being I don't. In the army. I thought. Yeah, I thought they referenced that he was yeah. in the military. Oh, he's military. I think. Okay, that makes more. I did not hear that part. I picked yeah. that up earlier because when he said pilot, whatever training, I think it was because he just stole a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. no, it made sense. I mean, but yeah, he they're just... sitting on this little like on this little barge and they're having some beers and I guess they're watching rugby. And Nick kind of it says he's like I'm gonna propose like I'm gonna like this is it she's the girl that I want to marry and then the best friend doing what's been a, great the whole time but he's doing what a best friend does where he's just like look man have you have you told yeah. her about what she's getting herself yeah. into yeah. and well and make also it makes Nick think about it well he and he also brings up some very valid points he about, does about like your your plan not even it, well, your expectations of that the family has for you but like this point. His plan is supposed to come back here, to come back and run the business. She clearly has a very thriving career, it, you know, back yeah. in New York. So it's like you can't just you, you got yeah. This that's is not, not a, like one works in New York and one works in L.A. <laughs> like that, which is still it's, it's problematic. But like, yeah, and so one's in yeah. He's uh, yeah. Nick's family's business is in Singapore, and she's in New York. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, like the dude's not being realistic. Oh, no, point. not at all. And I will say one of my complaints about the movie is, even though it gets its happy ending, never really addresses that issue. It doesn't issue. at all. <laughs> well, I think he says, he's like, we'll just go to New York. He's like, I don't, I mean, they basically say that Nick is willing to walk well, away from it all. Well, he's willing to, but you get, I got the vibe that he wasn't he going, he wasn't know. going to have to. Right. Yeah. But, oh, sure, sure. But no. he's sure. still going to have to figure this out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess when you have that much money, though, you can be like, look, no, it's cool. We'll, yeah. we'll rent a place in Manhattan. He doesn't. I mean, if he does he, now. If he, 
But if he's going to take he over, walks, the, but we know he's not. But if I he's know. Go- but if he walked away, he would. Oh, sure, but sure, if, sure. But if he walked away, then they wouldn't have the issue of how are they going to right handle this? Yeah. You know, so if he stays, he'll have the money, but yeah. then they'll have the issue. Right. So. Yeah. So he, he has his cake and eats it too in the end. Yes, it's, it's a happy ending. Yeah. And then we go to the bachelorette his party. Wedding cake. Hey, uh, and th- we think that this woman, who we find out to be Nick's ex girlfriend, is on Rachel's side. And it is very. I, 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 I mean, I mean from, the, from the first time we meet her, you can tell there's a little yeah. bit of contention between the two. You don't know why. It's funny. As soon as I saw her, I just assumed she was an ex girl. I thought as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Like, she's talking to him. I think they set yeah. it up to. I mean, this and it's a trope. It's the yeah. I, I used to date the guy you're with now, and I'm gonna. Yeah. Be I'm nice of, to you, but and I'm of this world, so I'm yeah. where he should be. Yeah. But right. Yeah. Done very well, and God, it just they are so mean to her. It's just one of those. Another well, it's another passive. They're, they're passive aggressive to her. Yeah. yeah. Where like they're laying on the table, like the massage table, and uh, you. The the ex girlfriend kind of starts saying some things. Yeah, you know and, we used to date, right? Right, and she was just like, "I'm sorry, what?" Yeah, yeah uh, for like two years. Yeah, right. And, and then, then they got a fish. And then they got a fish. And then you know, so like, but I do. Th- I it's interesting to see like that was the plan the whole time. Like they're baiting her, and then Literally. finally, yeah, they she gets up and she walks away, uh, and then she goes into her room and there's this gutted fish, and they you yeah. know they call her. Uh, a gold digger, gold digger. And, yeah. yeah terrible and but then we should say that like nick's cousin sister? i will also say though is that a sister i oh, get okay. why you would greet someone like that with skepticism sure. when you have that kind of money absolutely yeah you know? I, I, I mean i i, I, I feel it. like you should be guarded but obviously the way they handled it is not absolutely yeah. like i'm not but but i do get why they'd be like would be on, okay sure. like, is that his it's a sister i'm pretty sure the Isn't the, the, the british model is his sister i thought it was his cousin Astrid, is that yeah. you talking about? Yeah. I think they're cousins. Yeah. Oh, cousins. I don't okay. think he, I don't. They don't ever talk about his sister because. Okay. Do they? I figured it was just a younger so. sister. No, I thought he, it was. Yeah. Okay. Astrid, who's like the most gentlest, yeah. kindest person yeah. ever. And her side story is that she has a husband that's in the same position as Rachel, where he does not come from money, but but he married into it, and he has to deal with all the cousins and fame and everything. Right. And uh, and he, he feels never, very emasculated yeah. by because the she, fact yeah, that she's, she has all this money. She buys whatever she wants, and she hides it all yeah. the time. I mean, she bought one point two million dollar earrings <laughs> at cost, and it was nothing for her to drop. She was just like, "Yeah, that's that's cool." She's a model. She's like a supermodel, yeah. and and rich, and yeah, has to hide all the things, and and so he's starting a startup. But as soon as he came home and had to shower after a business meeting, yep. I'm like, well, Red clearly flag. he's having an affair. Yeah, like, that's, it, it uh, just fits into the. But also, like, it's. It... Did that need to be there? Like that was the one thing where I was you know, like, oh, man, like you know, that's the, I. Is I liked the movie. I also wish he had taken the Netflix deal. <laughs> oh, really? There's a lot of story here. Yeah. I, oh, and, that's and like, true. Yeah, and, and sure, I would, sure. I, I I would like to see more of it. Yeah. And, you know, and honestly, like, um, I get why he didn't take the next Netflix deal. I think it was very. Do you think he can make more? He's going to make more money move, here. Yes. I don't know that he will, but I think it was noble of him. He was like, there's something about seeing. You know our culture sure. on a movie screen, like and 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 I I want that for you know my heritage, but um, but I also think that ultimately this might be served better as a television show. Maybe there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of story, and I you we know, haven't even talked about the gay cousin. Yeah, I mean like there's yeah there's so there's so much going on, and I will say that nothing feels not. N- 
is, is even though there's a lot going on, I yeah. don't necessarily. I I never felt like I was confused or lost. It never no. feels like that, but it two hours feels too long for a rom com. Yeah, but this it should have been like one forty. But it also feels like there's so much story that like it would be nice yeah. to have more. They of had it. Develop, it wasn't in a bad way. Right. It never was like this is too crazy, crazy, too packed, too crowded. But again, like for this story, it, it was too much for. It's one It's a movie. very richly drawn world. Yes. Uh, with a lowercase it's R. like a shame to only <laughs> and, get two hours of it yeah and so it's like because there's like like you can you can tell that and i don't know if if it's like this in the book or if the guy just had 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 kind of mapped out the world because he knew it so well you could you could really see that there's like there's a lot of backstories and connecting points mm-hmm. from character to character right like character a connects to b and b connects yeah. to c but then you can also see how c, c connects c back, to a. back to a yeah right, and yeah. so um and i think that would really work well in a television show. So clearly, maybe, maybe, it, maybe clearly it, we're going to get another one of these movies. Absolutely, after um, this, after a you know yeah. a doubling its its tracking, which right. they were still happy with the tracking and it did yeah. even better. But um, but I wouldn't be surprised at some point this if, goes to TV if they either reboot yeah. this as a TV show or move it. Big factory wedding. That's what that did. And that works so well. Yeah. It, yeah, right. I, I will say that I think this was such a smart move, not just from a financial standpoint, which I think it probably will in the long run make him more money, but also when you make a television show, especially on Netflix, you're just a Netflix show. Right. Like, like yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it could be which great. Which is why I said no. There's yeah. some great Netflix shows, Absolutely. but then you're just, wrote, you know, oh, it's a Netflix show. That's even looked down upon. But for introduce N- Netflix is running into some issues right now where a lot of the shows are getting mad at Netflix yes. because they're really good at production deals but they're not really good at marketing and yeah. that well they if, just they just canceled uh joe McHale's show yeah and michelle wolf's show just and, got canceled right and so it's like they haven't figured out how to market these shows so if your show happens to break out and it's orange is the new black or whatever but uh but they're so focused on content production that they're not good at marketing their shows yeah. so like like one day at a time is having a lot of issues because one day at a time is like why aren't we you pushing us for Emmys? Because one day at a time, I don't know if you watch it or not. No. It's a straight ahead three camera laugh track sitcom, but it's also a really good one. And uh, and it's something you can watch with the kids, but it isn't like for little yeah. kids. And it's really well done. And but like nobody knows it's there. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah I never even heard of it. No. This yeah. is the. This is rebooted. This is the right? reboot of yeah, yeah, One Day yeah. at a Time the, the from the seventies, early eighties, yeah, yeah, yeah. with Valerie Bertinelli. Yes, and uh, um. And and it's really well done and and but they like nobody's talking yeah. about it and it's a shame because it's 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 a really good show. Yeah, they doubled yeah. Netflix is. I mean, in recent they've doubled down on uh, Orange is the New Black. They doubled down on House of Cards when they did. Which, by the way, did you see his movie made one hundred and twenty six dollars? That Kevin's very busy. sad for everyone else involved. It is yeah. awful. I mean, I know a lot of people, but they got paid. Just- like yeah, that's kind but, of what I feel. They but when you put your heart and, then, and soul into yeah. a project, I mean, you want nominations. You want people to say, "Oh, this is a great movie." Oh yeah, I worked on. Like, it's just sad no. for everyone else. One hundred twenty-six bucks. Yeah, uh, but I like, don't like to just poo-poo on a project like that cause because I know there's it's not hundreds just of people. It's not just it. yeah, yeah. He's obviously the. Uh, there's more people involved. There's than years of production time. before sure. he even gets hired. It's just sad for whoever I'm, wrote I'm it. I'm just saying, like, it's. Ins- I've never seen a movie make one hundred twenty-six dollars that has that level of a cast. Yeah, yeah. But like the Marvel stuff, kind of has a mind of its own. 
Like that's got its own brand. Let's get back into this one. Yeah, yeah, we got right, a bit okay. to go. Yeah. So my other point was though, but being in the movie theater and making this a movie, this is introducing American audiences Absolutely. to an all Asian cast and 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 this you know this world uh, where which is very rare and yeah, we'll, we'll get it in our video recovery, which I have since Dan's not here. Right. I'm going to talk about another movie that did this before as okay. far as an all Asian cast to the mainstream, but uh, you don't see this a lot, and I think this is a great move going forward oh, to yeah. show that well written rich characters could be Asian. They don't have to be white, you know? And and that's the problem I, we fall. And I, I could see this being a movie that we were... What, where was it? I can't remember if it was actually in the episode. Last <laughs> time we were talking about uh, The Outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see this being kind of like The Outsiders. I could see that for in sure. In 10 or 15 yeah. years, yeah. it's going to be like, that's a lot of famous people. I said from the get that Danny Rand on Marvel's Iron Fist should have been an Asian American. Like, oh, yeah. the guy they got is... He's not good. Yeah. Like, he's super boring. Yeah. But like that's a perfect character. That's a perfect role. Where Before you can, we jump into this, you know how long they had to rehearse the fight scenes? Like two weeks. No, that morning. If you oh, want to really? know why Iron Fist fight scenes were so bad, well, hopefully season two is way better. He came in in the morning <laughs> and they rehearsed the moves to do. Well, hopefully that season two has gotten yeah. its its acting gear. So, so anyway, back to this one. She comes home and immediately goes to Nick, and like it could be a a, a thing where she doesn't say anything to him, like that in, in a traditional rom com. She just lets it go and she's mad at him and he doesn't, and know, doesn't why. know why. Yeah. But she just says right away. And he and Nick and Nick to his credit was just like, Well, okay, how can I help you? Like, what can I do for you? She's like, I just want to hang out with you. I just want to spend time alone with you. And he was like, You got it. Like, whatever you need, like, I'm so sorry that happened. And they fixed that problem in that moment. She obviously still has her doubts about mar or like being with him and like this whole situation. Um but the relationship between her and Nick does not suffer because of it. Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that they, they pull that off and they make you still like, there's no conflict between Nick and yeah. Rachel that is manufactured. No, and it's the like, conflict. Like I said, is she all, has her own doubts about it, but yeah. the conflict is all about between Rachel and this world, yes. and especially the family. It's not between Rachel and Nick. They never have that, con- that, uh, forced, uh, issue. they do at the end. When we get to the end where all it takes is probably a phone call yeah. or a conversation that it, this could probably get fixed. But I understand Rachel's point of view where she's just like, I don't want anything to do. Yeah. Like, and it's not Nick. He's well, that's what I'm like, saying. It's, they it's never have family that is just that's what I'm saying. They never have rom coms are really bad about always introducing conflict between the man and woman. And we talked about conversation can fix it. There never is conflict between. Them. Right. It's her and the family. Right. And it's just there's he can't say or do anything. To make it better, right. it's the world, right? right. So uh, there we is... Get to, con- we get is- to the wedding. No, we get to the dumpling making and the mother. That's true. Okay. And the grand... So the Nick's grandmother takes a shine to... Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. Like, she's like... You know, she looks at her face. She's like, you got, you have good bone structure. And she's her like, you're very pretty. Is yeah, about says, her nose. Yeah. But you can also tell there is animosity between the grandmother and Michelle. Well, Yeo. you can tell where she gets it from yes. because this is where she's like, you're, you know, she's making dumplings and she's like, that's terrible to the right. mother. And so like, and I do like the scene where Rachel I, comments on the mother's I, ring. I, I loved in this scene how like you meet the grandma and you're like, oh, she's, she's so sweet. She's, she's so sweet. Be, yeah. nice. And then <laughs> so she's a total bitch. Oh. To the, and I was like, oh, that's exactly oh. what my grandma used to do to my mom. This like, awful, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's like, I didn't it was see my it. grandfather. I didn't see it till I was an adult, but like my grandma was great to me, yeah. right? And then, but then she would be so shitty to my mother. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was the. It was the opposite. It was a gender swap in yeah. my family. 
Um, but this is actually when, my grandfather didn't like me either, which is fine. Well, that's <laughs> it says my one loved me. Yeah. The other one, not so much. Yeah, the but, Italian one wanted nothing to do with me. But this is when the mom lays it out to her. She's like going to the bath. Well, trying to find we should a say that like something. that Rachel kind of comments on the ring and how beautiful it was, and Rachel was being completely genuine. Yeah, like she was. She wasn't trying to butter Michelle Yeoh up. She was just commenting yeah. on the ring. And then you get this story about the ring that's and just like, oh, God, you just can't win. Yeah. It doesn't matter what She's, she does. She basically is kind of in the racial position. She was where, like, Nick's, the her her husband's family considered her an outsider and didn't want her to get married. Right. And so she basically is like, I know how this They do ends. a really good double, like, a, a, a fake out where you think that Michelle Yeoh is going to s- start siding with... Right, you I know, thought she was gonna like be like open up to her yeah, after this, and then and immediately she, lays out, she like, was like, "You'll we'll never, never be good be, enough. We'll never yeah. be good enough." Yeah. She's speaking like from experience. I know that, and it's just it's really hard. And she lays, she's like, "You will not marry Nick. Yeah, it's not gonna happen." Uh, so then we kind of flash forward a little bit. Uh, again, Rachel kind of tells Nick what's up, and Nick's like, "Don't worry about it. Like I'm with you. Like I've got your back. Like we'll deal with that later." So then we get to the wedding. And this is where she comes out and like, so the the Oliver, who's the this this cousin, very stylish, very stylish. He's a, he's obviously like a, a style, like a fashion, fashion designer, designer or stylist. Yeah, he's, um, we get a montage of Michelle uh, Michelle Yo of uh, Rachel trying on dresses. Oh, first of all, because it it's relevant to this scene, the soundtrack is awesome in this movie. It's a yeah. it's all Asian covers of popular songs. I, yep. I hate Coldplay. That, that yellow song is that, amazing, the cover, right? cover at yeah. the end yeah. is fantastic. But the whole thing, though, the title credits, there is an Asian cover of yep. popular music that you would see in a rom-com type of movie. Yeah, I'm they, like, they, I'm buying this soundtrack. Yeah, it was it uh, Money. Was yeah. a song that, oh, really? Money, all, that's what I want. That's oh, the song. Yeah, 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 all yeah, covers. Yeah, yeah. And, but so this scene, the wedding scene, this they do like and, the whole yeah, yellow it, song. Yeah, they do. They No, yellow's, yellow's the, yellow's the, the end. Is yellow's not the yellow. End. Which one is the uh, one they, they do? They do Can't Help Falling in Love With You. Can't but it's, yeah, Falling but it's in Love With not You, yes. in, But it's not. It's in English in that scene, though. It is? Yeah. No, they couldn't have. Why would they have? No. Maybe it has an Asian singer. Maybe I just heard it. It was an Asian singer. That would be weird if they changed. But either (laughs) way, they do the whole song and like it's a gorgeous wedding and water flows down. Well, you've got you've got. So here's the like they is that the when they're doing the wedding and the water flows down like where the bride walks in is and like. Is that an Asian thing or is that a rich thing? I think that's a rich oh, thing. Oh, that's got to be a, I've that never, I don't, be a like, rich I, thing. You know, I don't you know, because I mean, you would think that the church would have had to have been was built church. for that. It was, like, it was like a botanical garden. Yeah, whatever uh, it was. But they do like, it's not like a, they do two minutes from the song or whatever. They play the whole yeah. thing. Yep. And this is an amazing scene. The, that, this, was, this, this one got me a little bit. People like, are there. People are going to like, you're going to start seeing things from that wedding scene <laughs> yeah. pop up at weddings or flooding churches. The, <laughs> yeah, just knock the, over the, the holy water those, cauldrons. <laughs> those branches they were all holding yeah. that oh like lit God. up that's at the end. Like, sure. That's totally going to be a but thing. But they keep cutting to the camera between Nick, who's in the wedding, and Rachel sitting there, and she sees Rachel in her, like smiling and talking to this other famous person that's well, at the wedding. Well, we should wedding. say that like Aquafina kind of gives Rachel a pep talk. Where she's just like, look, dude, like you are an economics professor at NYU. Like you are a badass. And then I do like I don't know what the reference was to the chicken, but she was just like, Bok Bok, bitch. Yeah. And they she and then so like as Rachel's going forward with this whole thing, we see that like the the fiance's mother is like 
uh, also into economics, and she writes this. She wrote this paper. Oh, that's the fiance's mother. Yeah, like I couldn't tell had, who that was. I thought she was just a famous. No, no, no. Like she, I think she was the fiance's mother, oh. and like took out like a whole row so yeah. nobody would that sit makes by it even her. Better, was she supposed to be she, royalty of some kind? Maybe yeah. I thought I they called her like a something. princess. Yeah. They, yeah. they could be, but like, I didn't take it as she was family. That makes it better if yeah, they, I, she took a shine. Do I, I do like how Rachel kind of innocently is like, oh, I guess I'll sit down, and then she realizes who she is. Yeah, and then she's like, just open seating. Yeah, right, and she's and she starts talking talking to her about the economics paper that yeah. this woman had wrote yeah. written and then Michelle yo this is the scene where it was it was bok bok yeah. yeah where it was on and then Michelle yo was just like you kind of a taken back because Rachel no fear like well, they no thought f- she was going to embarrass herself because right. that lady didn't want people to Correct. bother her Correct. and the lady was kind of snarky to her at first and then when she realized she knew about economics uh-huh. and they got to talk, and then and then by the end she had won her over and people yes. were like, oh, that's oh, that not how work. that was supposed to play out. Right. So then uh, the wedding happens and this was a beautiful scene. Like it, it hit me a little bit like where they're talking. The cinematography, like, the music, yeah. the camera. I yeah. mean, this is an incredible scene. They're talking to each other and it's very obvious that even with all of the bullshit that's going on outside of them like a lot it's of cursing still, in this episode sorry. <laughs> like it's still them I wouldn't think crazy rich asians <laughs> rom-com would be the one with five <laughs> edits i'm probably not gonna get them all sorry folks uh <laughs> but like it's still them like their yeah. relationship is still as strong and it doesn't matter they have this beautiful like after the you know party and they're dancing and all this good beautiful stuff. for a little bit and, and then, then this is when and then they kind of nick's mother pulls them off to the side they sit down. This was the part that and I had a little. Also, this kind is, of a head fake too, because don't you think maybe that she's that's gonna, what I thought think we were the mom doing is coming around now, right? Yes, and the, and the grandmother there, is there, and you're probably like, oh, the grandma's told the mom like snap out of it, blah, right? Blah. Look at him, look at how happy he is, and then the grandmother goes full B, like yeah. she flips to the other part because she finds out that like this could bring shame to the family. They hire a private investigator, and the, this entire time we've been of the impression that Rachel's father had died Mm. they got to america and her mother built everything from the ground up it was just rachel and her mom because they kind of talk about how they don't like they were sitting at like making dumplings and rachel's just kind of like i never had this as a kid so it's beautiful to see you know whatever uh and even like this was the part that i had a this was the tropey part where i was just like they never she never told rachel like rachel has no idea the her entire life you figure she's 27 at this I point could see that she, I could see she had that from maybe, her daughter yeah, totally maybe. but then they, so we find out that Rachel's, she's embarrassed Rachel's father or, is alive yeah. or it's easier it's, hard. To, it's easier to let her think that, that he's dead that he's dead because yeah. he's not like he has she has no contact with him the mom yeah. has no yeah. contact with him uh, and there's stuff this, like this happens all the time Joe. and so this could have this could have yeah. the trope that they didn't fall into is that Nick turns on her where she's like you lied to me but immediately Nick's like she wouldn't have done it if she didn't know it was a thing I believe that she didn't do it yeah. and he pulls away from his family like the grandmother yeah. grabs his hand and they say that yeah, Nick is her this. Nick is her favorite and Nick is just like he's, nope no let go of me. he's yeah. like yeah let go of me he's like and the grandmother's like if you leave now you'll have nothing he was like cool yeah I like Nick is a stand-up never in this movie again do they make that fake like oh he's kind of a douche for doing this or right. like he is a good guy and he is from beginning till end he, he is he, he never falters yeah it's, he never uh, the 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 cousin's husband on the other hand well yeah he's you know, awful like we and that's that's a whole side story that i don't know if they were trying to like kind of flesh out astrid's character or if they were trying to i think it was interesting it, you, it shows make, how someone an outsider would feel and how the pressure of that can well make i you mean break. I, I mean like the the relationship between astrid and rachel 
You know, oh. like because they're because Rachel's the only one gave that her Astrid. That's what I'm, I, that's kind yeah. of what I was thinking is like yeah. it just gave her it gave Rachel had to give another someone. outlet that wasn't Aquafina and yeah. that wasn't Nick. Yeah, so and now it, she's got the this inside, third. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, so Rachel kind of takes off and it's bad. Like yeah. it's not good. And Nick never quits. He just he calls her and he was just like, please call me back. Uh, she's know, at Aquafina's family's, family's house, house and just and not eating, just super sleeping, depressed. Yeah. And then her mom shows up, and her mom, she's like, "How could you keep that from me?" And again, another trope where she could have been just pissed. Yeah. And then her mom gives her the reason: "We're like, you're my husband at the time, beat the crap out of me, and it was awful, yeah. and I confided in this man, and we fell in love, and I got pregnant." And this was cool too because, like, Aquafina or someone's like, "You should call Nick," and then and then she's like, "No," and she's like, "He's the one that got your mom." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that was she, cool. Well, like her mom was just I, like, I, "Nick brought me out." Yeah, here. yeah, and I like because not only does it establish that he's a good dude or kind of solidify yeah. it, yeah, but it also. My first thing when she showed up and I was like, how'd she get there? She's like, didn't she like work at a hotel or something? I'm like, how does she? Right. Well, I think you're supposed to think Aquafina's family, who's also wealthy, yeah. flew her out to comfort her. Like, that's yeah. believable. But the yeah. fact that it was Nick, that's the yeah. real icing on the cake. Right. There. And, and she kind of says she's like, I fell in love with that guy and I had to leave. Like I had like if you're fa- if you're if my husband, not your father, if my husband knew what had happened, he would have killed us. He would have killed me. He would have killed you. So I, I left and I told you what happened and that's where we are. And Rachel accepts it, which I think is something that I didn't expect. It should be pointed out, too, that apparently from it's my understanding that this differs from the novel uh-huh. in the novel. Uh, she basically Rachel gets pissed at her mom and like blames her for the situation that she's uh, in for lying to her. Oh, so. Ooh. so I think this plays better, though. Oh, yeah. This is nice. You know? All of this is so nicely I, wrapped up. I think also, like, it would have added another 10 minutes to the movie yeah. that it did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, she gets on. She's like, I'm not calling Nick. Like, it's not. I'm not doing it. But she does. And then Nick has a confrontation with his mother where he was, you know, and I don't like they're standing out there. And Nick kind of says. I was I was stuck. Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's the mom that says. What there's a conversation where Nick's like, either I go with Rachel and I lose my family, or I go with my family and I lose Rachel. He's like, what was I supposed to do? Like I'm stuck in this contentious spot where I I lose. Like there's no way for me to come out of this ahead. And the mom is just. I, I think this is the point where the mom's just like, oh, like I may have, just pushed my son. Yeah, completely. Like my actions have just destroyed this relationship. Yeah. Well, I don't think she'd really realize that until um, she had the conversation with it's Rachel. The Mahjong they Mahjong. Oh, yeah. which is a she, wonderful. She, yeah, scene. no, this is that's one of my favorites. So that's the scene. Yeah. Yes, so real yes, quick, yes, yes. she Rachel goes to see Nick. Nick proposes to her, and right. you don't know if she accepts or not. But she invites Nick's mother to go to the Mahjong parlor, and this is a greatly it's a written great scene. scene. Her monologue with this, the mom yeah. I'm is telling, so this, good. This actress. We're going to see a lot more of her. Like, she was fantastic. Maybe not in the romantic yeah. comedy, in, in anything. She was so good. Yeah. But, yeah. But the writing was good, but her delivery, I mean, she she is fantastic, right? That's Constance Wu is the is actor. That, is that the actress? Yeah. So, yeah. so she is fantastic. Oh, but my gosh. She does this monologue, and I don't understand Mahjong except for what you play on the computer where you match the tiles. But I still was able to follow the fact yeah, that- Yeah, I wish they had given us some <laughs> insight when she flips over the Mahjong tiles, and I was like- yeah, but, but this was, the, this was <laughs> what does that mean? But this is the same scene from Solo where you got that it's like, oh, Han Solo has four, but yeah. he has the kicker card. Right. Like 
I got it, but I didn't understand the game. But I was like, oh, the mom has her. But then Rachel's like, as she's doing this whole monologue, has like the better hand. She's played her the she's, even though she thought she won. It go. It's back to the scene in the beginning. Yeah, where like the, the guy thinks he's got her. It's, he's got Rachel yeah. beat. The foreshadowing was the yes, poker. Absolutely, yes. and, and so then Rachel's been playing her the whole. I time. thought that was a great full circle. I thought the monologue was amazing. I thought there's the body language, uh, Michelle facial expression. Yeah. This scene is one of my favorites in the movie. I after that I'm like, wow, that I is cool. I absolutely love the mic drop when Rachel's like, "Yes, you you're gonna look back ten years from now oh, or whatever yeah. when you're when Nick is married to this oh woman that you want. Realize it wasn't because of you; it was because of me making this decision to let him go. This that poor was, Asian yeah, American that woman was or whatever. Amazing. She, no, it's that, that was a great mic drop that, scene. Absolutely. Yeah, this monologue is one of my favorites. I don't know if I've had a seen a better one but yeah, this year so she like, hits her great. with that line where she's like in 15 years when you're sitting there playing with your kids looking at you know nick's life i you will remember that it's not because of you it's because of me that you have this and then she flips the tiles because like, she had won well like the because uh michelle yo had already flipped her tiles right and they, so it's basically like I like I've, I've trumped you. Yeah, I'm you won because I let you. Right, and then and wasn't it that people are so worried not about winning but about not losing? Yeah, they lose sight. They That's lose her. sight, and then Rachel flips her hand and she yeah. has beaten Michelle Yeoh. She just walks out, walks and her mom out. meets her. She's sitting there, and they walk out. The right. mom gives her a death glare. You know, she oh, looks yeah. at her. That was the mom. Uh, so like, much was so much is said oh. without saying a she word. She just <laughs> looks at Michelle Yeoh, and they turn and they walk away. Right, and, and then so she's getting on a plane. And then here comes, here comes, and I do like where she's sitting in economy. Yeah, you know, and this is comes, a fun little rom. Now this here comes, is this is a great rom yeah, this com is trope like, that's done expertly. Yeah. yeah, where it's almost almost like the wedding singer. Yeah, where like the you know, Billy Idol hits the guy with a cart in the wedding yeah, singer. Yeah, uh, Billy Idol gets it. Billy Idol gets it. That's right. <laughs> Nobody touches Billy Idol. Um, well, yeah, they have this. They're they're going back. He's like, "Can I just get five minutes?" And with you this? know how it is on a plane with people <laughs> yeah, trying to board and right. get their seats. I do like that. Nick is constant. Another thing where you can tell he's a good dude, where he's constantly like, trying. Yeah. "Let me get that for you." He pushes <laughs> her luggage. Hold on, <laughs> one minute, let me put this. Okay, it's so what I'm trying to say is, and then he is so friendly and charismatic. Yeah, I just need five minutes. Yeah, and, uh, it's a great scene. He basically just convinces her he's like i this oh he tells her how he wanted to propose in his dream setting and they don't have that so he's like now you know what i would have done right and then he proposes again on the plane and of course and the, the lady that was grumpy, she says yes the lady that was grumpy before is like yeah she says yes, yeah. She says yes. And, and so they get and then the reveal is that the ring the is, rings because they said what, earlier that um hit nick's mom like when her husband proposed like he went against like his family wishes or whatever yeah, so he had sure. to like get his he couldn't get his the own family ring, ring. Yeah, he, he had, had to make one, make yeah. his own ring and so um, when he pops the box, it's a different ring than what's shown earlier. And it's the, it's the ring that the mother it's was the, wearing. Yeah, oh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, was it was the mother's. Yeah, oh, that's right. He had yeah. Her yeah. approval. Yeah. That was the big thing because she admired it earlier. And it's right. like, wow, if he has that ring, and that's where Rachel, like, if it was a normal ring, she probably wouldn't have said yes. I don't think, but it, she agree. saw the yeah. mom's ring. It was like right. the mom's on board. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, so they was, go and they have like a big, you know, another big throwdown of a party. This one did kind of look CG. Like this was the one where I was like, well, obviously they're just walking on a green screen. Yeah. Or there was stuff behind. You know, what's uh, that that building that they keep showing you in Singapore, where it's like three buildings, and then there's like connected by like a boat that's on top. It looks oh, like I a giant know. boat. They showed you a couple. It looks like a boat on the top of a building. It looks like a boat, <laughs> like across three buildings like on top. Yeah, it's Maybe a, that's yeah. Exactly I'm like what that. It has yeah, to be a I was like that. What is that? Well, yeah. this is where I'm like, how much money did it cost to film this movie? Because I'm like, I know they want to show the rich, extravagant lifestyle that usually comes along with rich, extravagant prices. And I'm like, this yeah. movie seems like it would have cost a fortune to film on location. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if some of it might just be like the you know the cost differential of like yeah you know the world is really wealthy, but to film in Malaysia yeah probably isn't as that could expensive. Be true. And people you know? probably want to show off their wealth, so maybe they got a lot of people who are yeah. like yeah you can film. But they on probably, my you know, they're probably not using union crews. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So by the way, that is the uh, Marina Bay Sands Hotel. Oh, wow. Nice. All I had to do is Google Singapore building ship. Because <laughs> yeah. it literally was like the Titanic so on this, top of buildings. Is this thing, it's called Google? Is that what yeah. it is? Okay. What is this weird machine? Yeah, we need Steve to sit here with his phone for every episode. Just <laughs> Could you send me a link to that in AIM? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, and then, you know, we, we get a breakdown of all of our characters again. We see them all back. Um, I do like the scene where one of the cousins is dating, like, a Lindsay Lohan style character. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, the Michelle, Michelle Yeo yeah. is just kind of like, well, you take care of that. And he was like, okay. And Oliver walks over and he was like, look, he's the third or fourth. He's the fourth in line. He's not going to get dick. Yeah. And then what you want to go after is, is Bern- that one. Bernard or whatever yeah. this guy is. Is the, the, the super dude. The only child. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the one you want. And immediately she drops the cousin and goes right after the guy. And he was pushes the ladies away. And, and at Rachel's wedding, she's still with the douche guys. Yes. Like, she's still <laughs> hanging around with this guy. Do even- we see Rachel's wedding? Or what, whatever the party was. Yeah, I think it was it's, like an engagement. I'm sorry, the engagement yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. but I saw her and I'm like, oh, I didn't think she would still be allowed to like, but no, she's with the she's douche with guy. The douche so guy. Like, that's why I think this would work so well as a TV show. Like, I Give get, me that story. I get the instinct because it's like, like, that'd be a good subplot. I would really have liked to have seen more of the storyline about the, the guy having the affair. Yeah. And yeah. like, because I, th- I, I think if they had more time, you could have, they could have shown you a story where like he, not to justify an affair, but that but like you get how he got there. He's got some legitimate complaints. Like yeah. he, you know, like well, he, like then they do that in the in the limo on the way to the wedding, right? Um, where he's just like, you know, I'm the outsider. Like you're, you have to hide your stuff from me. Blah blah blah. And she's yeah. like, and he's like, you're not even pissed that I'm having an affair. Yeah, you're you're pissed you're, about how it'll look. Yeah, you're pissed about how it'll look. And she, you know, and then he, she stands up for herself later. But. He ha- his complaints are valid. It's how he handled it, isn't sure, it? And sure. We've like yeah. I said before, like he's not wrong with feeling the way he feels, but you got to talk about it. And right. The, the you know don't go have an affair, right? No. Yeah. But so yeah, I um. And then how do they? They just kind of ends with like, them kissing. Oh, like, okay. that's how it ends. Yeah. Is like you see you see all your characters yeah. again. Um, and then they they have a big old kiss, and that's oh, how it and ends. And then the cousin that the husband was having an affair got her come up and because she left him and said I you do can lo- stay here I'll stay in one of my I, other 15 properties I loved that where he was just like he he's packing up and she it's was like, like where, are no, where are you going and then this one, I was like oh man like they're gonna get back together yeah I thought that's where they were going and then too. she's just like you paid for this apartment it's yours He's like, well, where are you going to go? And she's like, I own 15 hotels. I'm sure I'll yeah. find a room in one <laughs> yeah. of them. It was, it was nice. You got and I do like where, and some. she stands up for her son where she's like, you'll see Caspian when on his good, time, on his time yeah. not yours. Yeah. And it was like, ooh. It was nice. It, yeah, it was good. I, I, the, the story ties up very nicely as, you know, good rom-coms. You don't want to leave on a downer. Like well, yeah. everyone's story wraps up and it's, it works. It's very organic. I do love when we run into Amanda again. That's what her name was. Was Amanda, was the ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. When they, when. Rachel's gets out of the car for the wedding and everybody's like Rachel over here over here and like Amanda's in her way and she just goes Amanda you're in my way yeah that and was she good. was just like what what just <laughs> happened I was absolutely like I, I knew liked. that was one of the girls from the bachelor that party. Was, that I didn't was the actually one. realize it was yeah, the that ex. Was the that's one, yeah. that is even make it yeah. better yeah but no I thought like I'm not a huge rom-com guy but when they're done right 
like they are there's something I, special like i mean that's really true good. about any genre yeah of that's movies. true i'm that's not true. a big western fan but if you're going to show me the searchers i'm in you <laughs> yeah, know right right yeah. this was great I, this was really this really good the perfect date movie like but i mean older younger it doesn't have like an age limit on it but i mean what a great date night movie yeah. it's just perfect no it was it was really good it's it really something well the guys it's funny it you know funny. Um, and it has the romance element but it, there's just a lot going on and it, it never felt too like it wasn't bad in a packed way, but I totally get what Tom means. Yeah. Where uh, I love the world that they built; it was so expertly crafted. I do wish I could get more. So whether that's a sequel or oh, they well, do a spinoff, yeah. Um, but I, I keep an eye out for crazy rich Asian wedding. Yeah, exactly. So I, it, it was, I was, yeah, because you know that you know, the next one's going to be about them two getting married. That, that marriage. Yeah, this but, is what we're going to see well, next. So dad. he did write a trilogy. The next one is called oh. uh, Crazy or China Rich Girlfriend. Is the next uh, book in the trilogy? Hmm. Interesting. Do we know what the general plot of that is? I mean, I can read it from Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, I don't, that's what we do. I don't want to ruin the illusion for you, Steve. But that's what we do. Well, it's <laughs> not what I do. <laughs> uh, let's see. I know you're choked up over this yeah. <laughs> story, but it must be a very touching Wikipedia synopsis. Joe, your synopsis is never make us tear up. Well, that's a given. I try. You know, I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it, it just looks like it takes place a couple years after um, the first one, and I guess that Nick and Rachel get married. But again, this also differs, too, because it looks like in the book, in the sequel, uh, Nick is not on speaking terms with his mother or his grandmother. Oh. Oh. So maybe he bailed on him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, well, we have one. that to look forward to, because you good. know they're no, making it's, it. It's happening. But this is the first book came out in 13, and he's already written three of them? Yeah, it looks like one came out in 2015, and I think the third one came out last well, maybe, year. Maybe he had the trilogy written, and he finally got published on the yeah. first, and then they rolled them out or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. And I'm like, dude, that dude's a machine. It's working That's for the way him. those Gillian Flynn books were, though. That's true. Yeah. yeah. She cranked those three out. I, yeah, I think a lot of times, when he, yeah, it might have been like yeah. she had it sitting in a... Because I know that, like, uh, Carrie was the first novel Stephen King had published, but it was not the first one he had written. Oh, really? And so then, like, some, you know, some of those... Follow up ones. ones were actually predate Carrie, and yeah. then he's like, once he became a name, he's like, here to do that. I have this know? one too. Yeah. <laughs> what a, who's that author who writes like three or four novels, or he publishes three or four novels a year, but he doesn't actually write them. He basically gives these writers oh, it's, the uh, plot line. He's like, I want you to do this in this chapter. You write it though, and then I'll give the approval. It's uh, but he's like the best selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James yeah. Patterson. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it is. Oh, who's uh, the other? Guy? There's he, another. One. He's got a lot of books. There's James Patterson. There's another guy too. Yeah, that does. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. He's like, I'll put my name on it, but you're going to ghostwrite yeah. it. Yeah. He basically reviews it, and if he likes it, awesome. If not, he's like, go back and rewrite this part. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's, so he's not an author as much as he's a project manager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the and, Michael Scott of yeah. dimes of airport novels. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like I, uh, I, I'm interested to see how they handle it in the sequel. Clearly, we will be getting one. We're like, going to get his father. That's yeah. What get. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm willing to bet. That's yeah. what the... You're supposed to come back here and take over, and this is what you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, it was a good one, though. Yeah, it was good. It was so, really uh, good. Yeah. I guess it's for this one. I do one. have a video recovery, Tom. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You said you wanted to do a video recovery. Why don't you do, do you have a video recovery? Guy? I do, Tom. Did uh, you go to the salt mines? Yeah. Oh. Dug deep. No. Um, but only Dan had keys down there. No. Well, I broke in the back door. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is a film that I rented at Blockbuster when it first came out. Uh, this is a 2002 film directed by Justin Lin, directed yeah. and written by Justin Lin. Uh, you may know him from Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift all the way through six, I believe. He 
was uh, the yeah he did Fast and seven, Furious seven is one and eight is yeah F. so I mean he did he did like four Fast and Furious movies he really set the tone there and he set did the it Star up. Trek movie uh, yep he did the third the third Star Trek movie um, but he started off with this project in 2002 called Better Luck Tomorrow it's a fantastic film I rented it from Blockbuster on a whim you know looked at the cover I'm like oh this sounds interesting and it I it blew me away I'm like this is so good it has a very uh, indie feel like it's like it is like clerks it, it, train it's, spotting it's the asian clerks yeah it, it's the feel of it feels like how clerks was and and it's got a train spotting vibe um you know richard Linklater like slacker style mm-hmm. it's that era um but justin lynn had this story very similar story to kevin smith that he needed to get this story out and he said if it did great obviously excellent if it doesn't then at least i got it out there he racked up 10 credit cards just like when kevin smith put all the stuff on a credit card 10 credit cards um he made this movie happen and it was a sundance darling uh but what more importantly this was an an american uh film with an all asian american cast yep entirely asian american so this was back in 2002 so long before crazy rich asians was this movie and uh it was uh you know very critically acclaimed uh roger ebert was a big proponent and there was actually this uh altercation at sundance where after the movie they were doing their q a like most of these sundance screenings have and this older white guy goes why would you want to make this movie that makes you know asians look so bad and and do and all this with drugs and crime and everything and then roger ebert stood up and you need to just go watch the youtube video it's on there just look up roger ebert better luck tomorrow he's like just because you're an asian actor doesn't mean you have to fall into one asian role like you know you don't say that if a white guy is a drug dealer or a criminal why are you making white people look bad he goes they can play whatever character they want and and be in this role and it doesn't mean that the whole race looks bad. like he lights this guy up it's fantastic but the story goes that like that night they dubbed that altercation and the screener on VHSs because back in the day like DVDs oh, really? yeah. come out people can't burn DVDs so they put like that video clip on VHS and the movie and sent it out to every press publication <laughs> they could and it really got people interested and fired up to see the movie and um, it's fantastic but it's it, it's a uh, it, it, it's a coming of age high school movie that has that train spotting uh, drugs and crime vibe Compare, to it comp- like calling it. Clerks meets train spotting is pretty spot I think on. that's what it yeah. really feels like. But it also the high train school. Train spot on. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, or train clerks. It's fantastic, though. It's about these high school kids, and it follows this main character. Is it Ben, I think, is the main character's name? Yeah. And he is, um, you know, he's really smart. He's this A-plus, honors-type student. Um, but he also has these friends, and they they pull off small heists. I would call them scams. They're scams at first. He, uh, you know, whatever, with like homework paper, doing people's homework or whatever. He starts off with these low things they uh, steal stuff from electronic shops and then return them with different stickers and get yeah. money small things but as they get a taste of this crime they get in with the wrong crowd they start dealing drugs and his life escalates to this spirals just spirals out yeah. of control uh, and so it's really fascinating but again this entire cast is Asian American which was unheard of this for- is John Chow Cho. Yeah, John Cho, Cho. who is <laughs> what did I say? Her- Harold Chow. Oh, Chow. Cho. Uh, yeah. John Cho is in it though, who of course is Harold and Harold and Kumar, and he's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, but and you get that you get that shout out in uh, Harold and Kumar when uh, they're oh, do you really with those posers? Is- um, they're driving away at one point, and the, one of the posers yells out of the truck. He's like, "Better luck tomorrow." <laughs> ah, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. And also another fun fact: uh, "Better luck tomorrow" is actually set in the Fast and the Furious universe. Yeah. What? Yeah. Justin Lin has said that um, that Han is the Han is the same actor. It's not Quint. Sung yeah. Kang plays Han in this movie. And when Justin Lin came on board to write 
to rewrite Tokyo Drift, he added the Han character, and he said, I've always thought of it as a literal character. That's insane. So yep, Han is awesome. Han from Better Luck Tomorrow, <laughs> shared cool. universe. So it's fascinating. Um, go watch this movie. Uh, but again, 16 years before Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. not to put down that, but I mean, Justin Lin, on his second film ever, I think, he did this where he put all his money on the line uh, and he made a, an American movie with all Asian American cast. You would notice a lot of them, like the names we've already mentioned. Another fun fact, the movie, before it was done with production, they were running out of money, and he had a deadline to meet, and the movie was going to fall apart and never be seen, if not for MC Hammer. <laughs> what? MC Hammer gave him the money to finish the movie. <laughs> he was working at a museum or something that had to do with uh, cameras and film and MC hammer visited when he was working and MC hammer said, do you know about digital cameras? And Justin Lin explained to MC hammer about all the different technology and everything. And MC hammer's like, here's my number. If you ever like want to talk or whatever. And then all these, and then years later when he needed the money, he's like, I'm just going to call this guy. His number was the same. He explained the project (laughs) And Hammer bailed him out, That's gave him the crazy. money. You'd think that we'd see more MC Hammer yeah. and Fast and Furious movies. So, yeah, so yeah. I'm just more shocked that MC Hammer had money 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. But in, there's a thank you and better luck tomorrow to MC Hammer. That's so funny. if not for MC Hammer, it wouldn't get made. But great movie. It is fantastic. Uh, May we talk about that more? Uh, and if you want, watch it because coming up on the next Real Spoilers uh, 0.5, which is on Patreon, sign up for that $5 a month. But we are going to do our retrospective on Better Luck Tomorrow. That's nice. Awesome. Well, thank you, Gavin. You're welcome. So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. I'm Steve Kelly. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook, uh, The Godcast. Uh, this is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online in a myriad of places. Uh, iTunes, where you can rate, review, subscribe. Facebook, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Join the League of Show Sharers and on Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So that's it for this one. I guess next time we will tackle Happy Time Murders. murders. I am so so. excited for this movie. (laughs) So uh, that is what you have to look forward to. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, May Lee marries Wang Ta. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't help Falling in love with you Yeah, that was in English. Sorry, Tom.